Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Trying to be FCC compliant. The hideouts. Something enjoyable for children. The hideouts. You guys are so funny and so smart. The hideouts. The hideout. Enter the hideout. LFANG dubs. And be heard. What what what's new? I'm glad we have your undivided attention tonight, Hefe. Absolutely. I am here just talking to you, not paying attention at all to the Dallas Mavericks on ABC. Welcome into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am El Hefe sitting in the big chair. That is J-Dubs manning the talk and roll controls. And uh, leave me alone because it's the treehouse for the next 20 minutes. If you, want to talk Ouch. To, if you want to talk to J-Dubs... Give me a call, 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. There's also the internet, Radio Hideout. No, do not turn it off. Stop, please. I just gave a little fist pump. Don't worry about it. I'm excited. Ew. Hot. <laughs> RadioHideout.com is the website. If you're new to this radio program and you need to get caught up, it is a roadmap to the show. And it is the, uh, the place where all news will be filtered through. So RadioHideout.com, you will want to bookmark and check constantly this week. Uh, nonetheless, use it right now, though. Also, there is the uh, the Internet way to get a hold of us, and that's JFKHideout at AOL.com. JFKHideout at AOL.com. That is the instant messenger as well as the email address. A couple of emails that I want to get started with, Dubs. But first, uh, Matt Albert, uh, the top pass holder and hideout historian, is here. He is maybe the world's biggest sad sack. He is going to... Play a little game versus our very own Radio Bottom Alex Corolla. He was an intern. He's now associate producer. And he has the worst luck in the world. He, We will be doing a sad sack off in which the two of them will get their five saddest stories. And I'm telling you, this is perfect for those of you who think you have bad luck. You have to hear these stories from these five guy, from these two guys, and their five stories. And they'll go back and forth and we'll play a little game with it. I don't know if they can narrow it down to five each. I, they're going to have to, although we could do four hours on their sad stories alone, I'm sure. Dubs also, too, an organization is up in arms over the fact that Montgomery County is using a video to teach sex education. And they said that the language is a little graphic. And they said that the chick is too hot demonstrating the way condoms are to be put on. Well, I know. I, I mean, if you our, our sex ed teacher was beautiful. And it kind of backfired on us because she did have sex with a student and got real out of hand. But I don't think there's any problem with the person teaching you sex ed to be attractive because you want to be into it. You have a great point, and we'll get into that a little bit later on. We'll play you a clip of this from Montgomery County Schools, what they're playing for the kids. We'll talk about it. And you have an interesting point that I want you to bring back up whenever we hit that. Our buddy Shafee from Shafee.net. He's uh he's a wrestler. He's uh one of our radio buddies. Left me an epic voicemail that I have to play with you. It it kind of goes along the same lines. It goes with school and sex, but a different kind of school. And I think you'll be able to appreciate this story. First of all, let's do a couple of updates on some stuff in the hideout. We're only on once a week now. Yeah. It's Sunday afternoons. 
About two weeks ago, we interviewed Stuart Lesner, who is the director of the movie Sleeping Dogs Lie, which has won numerous um, film festival awards. It is a short movie starring Brad Wilk, the drummer from Audio Slave. Yep. Stuart Lesner has directed videos for Marilyn Manson in A Perfect Circle. It also stars Ed Asner and... One of my favorite guys uh, in the world, Maynard James Keenan, front man for a perfect circle, and also Tool. Well, we got this actually addressed to Tommy Bateman from uh, from the production company. Here are a couple of copies for the movies for you guys. One each for half a dubs uh, and you, Tommy. And I figured you could use the rest for some on-air giveaways. Hope you enjoy it. Just to let you know, I spent the weekend with Maynard at a film festival in Arizona for the movie and told him about the support you guys are giving the project. He was genuinely thankful. Thanks again for your help. Let's keep in touch. Ford. And I got to say, Maynard knows about us. And that's the coolest thing to me ever because I'm a big fan. How do you feel about that? I mean, hey, someone knows about us. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, it's always nice to hear that, you know, someone is thankful for the plugs you give them. But For the plugs and the promotions? And, you know, I, I just like to get the free DVDs out of the thing. So, yeah, I don't care what anybody thinks of me as long as I get free, uh, you know. Well, you know me. I have I have certain heroes in life or certain people that I really look to that I think are really talented. And Maynard James Keenan is one of those. And I'm the other one. Yes, and so I'm stoked about this. And so a positive letter to the uh, to the hideout. So I'm very excited. And we have some of these movies, Sleeping Dogs Lie, uh, sdlmovie.com if you want to check it out. And I haven't watched it yet, but I probably, uh, you know, I will definitely be watching it tonight. In fact, I'm staying the night at your place. Yes. T- tonight, let's have a little viewing party. Yeah, we'll definitely watch it. And, and it's a short, so it's not a full length movie. Mm-hmm. Well, It'll be just like watching a, a sitcom together. That's going to be great. We'll watch Friends afterwards. I think I'm going to go to sleep because we got to get up early. No, season nine just came out, man. Not interested. <laughs> now, I got another email, not so positive, J-Dubs. Yeah. That, that comes from a production company, Maynard James Keenan, Stuart Lesnar. Then we get this. Uh, hey, guys. Great show on Sunday. This is last Sunday. Yeah. I heard you making fun of women who recently had babies. And being general hypocrites, like your sorry asses don't have love handles and beer bellies. and Not com- anymore, sweetheart. Yeah, no, buff. And calling one caller names because she was sticking up for moms. Incidentally, not all moms are fat jackasses. I just wanted to congratulate you on being ignorant, spreading ignorance wherever you go. And one more thing. Congratulations on your sorry ass show getting cut to only Sunday afternoons. Yeah, you guys are real cool. Go hide out. Yep, just uh, just you guys up there in a hideout on Sunday afternoons. Prime listening for your target audience. Basically, you guys suck. No wonder your pathetic-ass program got cut and shoved aside. Hopefully, WJFK will wise up and axe your quote-unquote show altogether. Face it, boys. It's just a matter of time. Kiss my ass, Rosalind. I would, but I'd be afraid of all the boils and uh, purple bubbles on that cellulite thing. So we were talking about, was it, were we talking about? And we never said anything about when people have kids, I, I think, and they get fat. I think we were actually talking about pregnant women using that as an excuse. Like, yeah. Well, no, like we're, when after you get married to a chick, this is how it went. After you get married to a chick, she takes that as, hey, I don't have to work anymore. 
I can gain all the weight I want, and right. I'll blame it on the kids. Okay, you know, and that's true. And then the other thing about it as well is that a lot of times you'll see these mothers, and it happened to my mom. My mom was hot in her day, I guess. I mean, I've seen pictures of her, and I can't even believe that's her. She was so skinny. And then she just ballooned up to a behemoth. I mean, literally uh, larger than you could ever possibly imagine. In fact, my mom was in town uh, over the week. She and my little brother, yeah. they sat in on the show last week. And my mom was lounging around in her nightgown. Ugh. At your place? At my place. And it was a nightgown that was like short. You know so it mean? was more of a teddy slash nightgown. It wasn't really. It was, it was more lingerie-ish than uh, sleepwear. It wasn't particularly a teddy. No. no, but it was it it was a play on that. Imagine a girl, you know, like what's really hot when a hot chick will wear just a t-shirt. Yeah, and you know that it, it it's a longer t-shirt, but it's going like mid thigh. Yeah, that's what my mom was wearing, and she looks like Roseanne Barr. Like the old Roseanne Barr. I'm, I'm sad that I didn't make the trip over to Silver Spring this week and check it out. All right, no, I did not need Lysol to get rid of the smell. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But he did, he did hang a pine tree air freshener from it. <laughs> so anyway, but my mom is one of these who got really fat. And I, I think I told this chick who called last week that when you were pregnant, it is your job... To take care of that baby. In fact, last night I'm watching something on the Discovery Channel about a pregnant, uh, the fetus and how it develops in the mother's womb. And you have to realize that as a woman, the way God made it, you have to, it is your job to make sure you are nothing but the healthiest when you're feeding this baby. Instead, you got all these chicks around eating ice cream and pickles and anything they can stuff into their face. When really that's neat, that's when you need to be the, the healthiest. absolute healthiest that you could possibly be. But instead, somehow it gets convoluted, and this woman thinks that we're uh, we're women bashing. Well, she's bedridden. She has nothing else to do than fire off a couple of emails with her big gelatinous fingers. I guarantee her uh, keyboard is like one of those old ladies' uh, phone pads, where it's just you know uh, the big buttons, and she's just mashing them with her meat fists. Now, ironically, I got this email and it had gravy stains, and so I don't know. <laughs> How did that happen? I don't know. You fat cow, Roslyn. Well, thank you for the email, and we all Roslyn. Isn't that a city? It's a metro stop. <laughs> That's where. There's a metro stop just going right across your back. How big this bitch is. She's on the orange line. She is the orange yeah. line. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Sounded like she was the red line when she wrote that thing. Okay. Come on. Be nice. But anyway, nonetheless, so that was an email that we got. Now, along those same lines, speaking of fat girls, Matt Albert is here, and we'll be bringing him in in a second. But also, too, I saw this story, Dubs, about Liv Tyler, and I think she's got it right. She wants to pose nude. In order to motivate herself to lose a little weight. Now, I've got a question. Quick, hot or not? Liv Tyler. Yes, hot. Tommy Bateman. Liv Tyler, hot or not? Used to be. When? Uh, when she first started modeling and everyone was making a big deal about Steven Tyler's daughter being a model. Now, she does really not much for me. I think she's uh, a couple things about her. I think she's a little big. And as big as her sister. Oh, the Celebrity Fat Camp? Is that not the saddest group of retards that you've ever seen? The Celebrity uh, the celebrity Fat... Is it just me? or Because Don and Mike had Biz Marquis on this week, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Does Biz Marquis look retarded to you? 
he always has. He's always looked a little mongoloidish, and you can tell in his lyrics they aren't they aren't deep at all. But he, looks- he might as well just be rapping about licking an ice cream. <laughs> About the red carpet in the boiler room. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he just looks like really like special. And then you see the other Tyler daughter who is just, it's a mess. It's sad when Ralphie May is the most normal looking person or him or the Baldwin guy. Oh. But that is an awful show that I occasionally flip by. I love it. And I watch it just for a second. And then I, I'm not kidding you. I see Bismarcky and I get sad. Because I can't sit there and watch shows about retards without feeling sad. And I sit there and I see Biz Marquis with his, literally, it looks like he's drooling. I'm sure he is. I mean, he's a huge man now. I mean, he he's always been big, but not as big as he is now. He's like a bulldog. He's like a bulldog where he's got the, the drip, the, the, the saliva just dripping down. So uh, the, the best part on there was uh, the fat guy from The Sopranos, the one fat guy on the show. Um He's sitting there, like, drinking water and dipping a donut in it. And he's like, it's donut-flavored water. It's this way I feel like I'm eating donuts and not getting any calories. Didn't he gain weight Yeah, he ended up, like, gaining 12 pounds one week (laughs) in between the weights. Now, here's where they do the celebrity fat camp wrong because I've tried to watch it. Yeah. You don't actually see them exercising, do you? A a little bit, especially if they screw up or they, like... Like, the fat Sopranos guy was... uh, He took a phone call during, like, their Tybo session and everyone got mad at him. It's just a real... Now, what is the fascination with fat people? It's fat celebrities. I know, No, but- it's fat people in general because yeah. they had the biggest loser on, too. Uh, and that, that was a fairly big show. It was huge ratings. Absolutely huge ratings. I mean, everybody likes to watch and laugh and feel better about themselves while they're sitting on the couch feeding their face. Matt Albert's here today. Yeah, by the way, Matt Albert is here, and we'll be bringing him in. I'm sure he loved that show and was calling him a fat bastard the whole time. Right. Yeah. It's a chance for you to use all those elementary school jokes. Elementary. Yeah, that you've been saving up. You know? Right. I wonder how Belcher's doing. I miss Belcher, too. Oh, there's Matt Albert, speaking of, the black hole. (laughs) Uh, um, But actually, one quick thing, too. Fat actress. I heard Ron and Fez. I sat in on the show this week, and they're talking about a fat actress. I actually saw clips of it today, too. Was it funny? Oh, it was great. I mean, it was just so funny seeing her just crawling on the floor, eating, eating whatever. I mean, she's just stuffing her face the whole time. By the way, Matt Albert's here today, and um, maybe we could have a stunt with him. <laughs> maybe we get him on the floor, maybe even outside. It's a pretty day here on uh, yeah. 10800 Main Street, and we... Um, we'll do fat a-hole outside. <laughs> so anyway, Liv Tyler is of the opinion that she thinks she should pose nude in order to motivate herself to lose weight. Now, Tommy Bateman, you did this before the St. Pat's spat... You took a picture of yourself nude. I wasn't in a mirror with your picture phone. Put it up on MySpace.com. And got lots of responses actually. You ended. You it did, but it was supposed to embarrass me. The opposite. <laughs> you got a lot of chicks from it. Yeah, I was actually showing Corolla all of them last night on the uh, buddy list thing. All your nude pictures. Those two. Oh. Get Matt back in here. Matt, I know you walked in. You didn't get a chance to say anything. You just grabbed some food and walked out. But I'd like you to stay in here for a second. Where's my lunch? It's gone. I wonder how Belcher's doing. There he is. Oh, wait, no, that's Matt. <laughs> I couldn't tell with the beard. That's such an inside joke. I'm sorry, it's just for us. So, Matt, how you doing, man? I'm doing fine. Good to see you again. Yeah, it's great. Let me ask you, is there any way that we could do this for you? Nude pictures to motivate you <laughs> no. to lose weight. Please, 
We already got the baby pictures of you on RadioHideout.com. We have the pictures of you with the blow-up doll from the New Year's Eve party that we had that one night. I know that motivated you to have sex. Oh, wait. You're still yeah. a virgin. Mm. What do you think got about that picture of my car that motivated me to get my driver's license? Uh, oh, he passed his... Wait. He failed his driver's test this week. <sighs> Again. Yeah. Was this the third or the fourth time? No, this wasn't my fault. It was <laughs> the third time, but it wasn't my fault. My defrosters didn't work, and it was on the day that it snowed. And the driver, driver instructor didn't let me clear off my uh, a window, so I couldn't see. Just for those of you who wouldn't let you clear off your window? It was a she, a Korean woman with broken English. So <laughs> That doesn't matter. It doesn't, yes, it does. I Did you do a little uh, brown discipline with you? Yellow. Why? It's not, Korean. They're not all into it's, that. It's yes, yellow discipline when it's Korean. Stop. So anyway, Matt Albert, for those of you that are new to the show, go RadioHideout.com. He's in the names and no section. Six foot three, pushing 500 pounds. Um, you know, you look a little bit like Donovan McNabb with that beard. Uh, <laughs> Donovan, Donovan McNabb after, you know, the career and the money went away. He's, well, what's uh, that What's that, uh, that fat quarterback that went into the draft last year? Got picked up by the New York Giants. Lorenzen? Yeah. The guy from Kentucky? Yeah, that's you. <laughs> you know, you, you look a little bit like Oliver Miller. And I don't know if you know who that is. The guy, the, the basketball player? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like 500 pounds, too. Yeah. That's you. He ate his way out of the league. He did. Thanks. You know, I was going to say Bismarck. Bismarck is a good one. Get a little spittle going and let's see how it looks. I think it'll look exactly like, all right, now it's too scary. All right, I tell you what, Dubs, let's take a break. We'll come back. We have a lot of stuff that we can get to, and uh, we'll kind of leave it up to you as to what it is. We have the sad sack off with Matt Albert and Corolla, which is fun. we got to give away these Sleeping Dogs Lie uh, DVDs, sdlmovie.com, starring uh, Maynard, Ed Asner, and uh, Brad Welk. Also, too, I think I really want to play this audio. Yeah, I really want to do that. From the um, from the Mer- Montgomery County uh, school system and the sex education stuff. So a lot of stuff to get into the hideout. And, of course, too, you feel fr- uh, feel free to participate. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Numbers changing soon. It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. RadioHideout.com is the website for you to get to know the show. You can also email us or IM us, JFKHideout at AOL.com, and feel free to call as well. 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. Joining us in studio, uh, Matt Albert, top pass holder, his chauffeur, Jay the Dirty Cop from Frederick. And uh, also, too, we got a, a lot of stuff to get to. We'll get to the Montgomery County stuff. First, you said you were doing something. Yeah, uh, earlier this week, I did this for the first time. I've never done it before, and I'll never do it again. I watched The View. And uh, the first story that came out with was the story of Saddam Hussein uh, and how this, the story's coming out that he wasn't caught the way in the spider hole the way everybody thought he was caught. He was actually fighting back and uh, in some house. Now, you called me immediately after this story. Yeah. Livid. Or a- after you saw this on The View, just absolutely pissed at me. Not pissed at me, but just pissed. I was, I was livid at the, uh, you know, just the whole conspiracy of it all. And I was livid at that little Hessel- Hesselbeck girl. 
she is the biggest retard in the world. She was saying how it doesn't really matter if uh, if they tell us the truth when uh, this stuff comes out. As long as they caught him, I don't care. Okay, you can tell me whatever you want. Is this Elizabeth Hasselbeck, the yes. wife? Matt of, Hasselbeck of of Matt, is it Matt? Redskin quarterback. I yep. thought Matt was the one who played for yeah, Seattle. She, she spoke. Uh, she spoke at the Republican convention too. I do remember that. It's Tim Hasselback that plays yeah. for the Skins. They're both bald. Who cares? All right, whichever one it is. But this Hasselback chick is saying it doesn't matter to her as long as he got caught. So the big story about this, and so you tell me this, and I immediately try to go online and find something about it. And it's on, I find the link on the Drudge Report. Yeah. but Buried on the Drudge Report, but it's there. And this actually comes from United Press International. Which is a reputable news outlet. You know what I mean? It's another one of those syndication outlets like uh, the Associated Press or Routers or something like that. And here's the story. A former U.S. Marine who participated in capturing ousted Iraqi President Saddam Hussein said the public version of his capture was fabricated. Ex-Sergeant Nadim Abu Rabith. Of Lebanese descent. That's questionable. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so that's what I, I, I believe it. Mole. Mole. See, that, that's a, everybody's going to jump on that because, you know, if you have an uh, ethnic name, they aren't going to believe you right now with and all that, this. And that's what I immediately said to Dubs. Just change his name to, you know, James or something. That's immediately what I said to Dubs. Uh, this is in trouble. They're going to attack this guy's credibility because of his name. Was quoted in the Saudi Daily um, <laughs> Wednesday saying that. Saddam was actually captured Friday the 12th of 2003, not the day after, as announced by the U.S. Army. Uh, this is quoting him. I was among the 20-man unit, including eight of Arab descent, who searched for Saddam for three days in the area of Dufour near Tikrit, And we found him in a modest home in a small village, not in a hole as announced. We captured him after fierce resistance, during which a Marine of the Sudanese origin was killed. He said Saddam himself fired at them with a gun from the window of the room of the second floor and then shouted at him in Arabic, you have to surrender, there's no point in resisting. Later on, a military... Now, here's the, here's the kicker. Later on, a military production team fabricated the film of Saddam's caption, capture in a hole, which was, in fact, a deserted well. This is all according to this guy who's an ex-sergeant of Lebanese descent... He's a former U.S. Marine, and he was interviewed in Lebanon. Now, here's the point about all this. I didn't hear about this anywhere. I heard about this from dubs who saw it on The View. If there is a liberal bias from the media, then how come this story wasn't pounced on and talked about by the, the the alleged media uh, liberal outlets, the Dan Rathers, although I guess it was his last day, the CNN like it's supposed to be, the Washington Post, or oh, what is it, the Times, I guess, that gets these the, the L.A. Times, that gets all this labeling of being a quote-unquote liberal media. Why is this story not getting any more run besides on The View in the hideout? By the way, Matt Albert looks like Star Jones, except with a beard. <laughs> but I show more leg. <laughs> Dubs, what do you think, man? What do I think of the liberal media, or what do I think of the story? Bo, I, I, let's start with first. Let's start with the story. I think it's true. I, yeah, I, The whole thing of them just pounding that spider hole thing down your throat so you don't look at anything else. 
it just proves to me that that's why they kept on saying spider hole and made it a new phrase in the American language. I remember Ron and Fez even running a bit about the spider hole, and this is the big thing, because you heard that that te- uh, that uh, word constantly, spider hole, spider hole, spider hole, and you're right, it became a, a part of the American vernacular. And all you're thinking of is the word spider hole. You aren't thinking of the actual story after a while. No, and you just think, okay, Saddam got caught. You believe that it is true. I believe it is true that it did not happen in a spider hole like we were told. Because the other thing that they made with the whole spider hole thing was they made Saddam look like a coward. They made him look like he was hiding. He wasn't fighting back. They made him look like a wuss, like he had bitched out, essentially. Okay. Instead of apparently what could have happened in him fighting back, shooting guns, trying to go out like it's Blaze of Glory style. Remember uh, Young Guns? Yeah. In that, in, that, uh, in that house, and them saying, hey, there's no chance, except this time he didn't have, who was it, Keith or Sil- No, Lou, Dimon- Lou uh, Diamond Phillips to go get the horses. Charlie Sheen. He had Richie! No, he had no Lou. But you see, what I'm, you see what I'm saying in that this wasn't brought up anymore. Now, I could be wrong, and maybe somebody has come out to squash the story. The point to me is why isn't this being discussed? I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, United States uh, citizens, why isn't there an open discussion about it and the fact that maybe this was BS? Yeah, and that, that's the whole thing. Run the story and you know say, you know, uh, this isn't confirmed by anybody else but this guy, but here's the story and here's what they're saying. Exactly. You know, and you don't have to give it absolute credibility right away. Now here... But, you know, you're you're a uh, investigator, you're a reporter. You should be getting into this deeper. Now, here's the other point that drives me just bonkers about what's going on here in Washington D.C. So they had this going on. All right, to me, this is pretty big deal. I don't know. It's 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 the government. We've been lied to before about this Iraqi war, and now we're finding out that we're merely the dogs and we're being wagged. And then, what's the big stuff that you hear all week that's going on with our government? Oh, uh, we're going to bring up Conseco, Schilling, and Palmero to testify on steroids. <laughs> not bonds. Yeah. Not bonds. We're going to bring these guys up, and we're going to talk about steroids. And we're also going to distract you with the FCC, because these are important things. Yeah. What children are hearing is, on the radio. This is values now. You know, it's, uh, you know, sports values, family values. That's what they're focusing everything on, to make us feel like we're the bad people. But instead, I'm going to say this. It's true. According, it's true. You know why? Because they, 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 they almost squashed it. It's like there's nothing there. No one announced it. And let me tell you what's going on with the liberal, quote-unquote, liberal media. The media got duped by all of this. They got duped by the war. They fell right in line with the Saddam capture. And they feel like a bunch of idiots. And in a sense, to me, this is the media not wanting to call themselves out. I mean, it's just insanity, but what's going on here is you don't care. Uh, Matt Albert, he has a EA MVP 2005. That's a Me great too. game. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You retard. <laughs> you goddamn retard. I haven't been able to hit a home run yet, though. I'm, I'm just <laughs> saying, what I shut out three teams in a row today. The future of America. That's what I'm saying. But, and the media's being, you know, distracted all weekend. What did you hear? Brian Nichols. Who the, who the heck is Brian Nichols in Atlanta? Just like, running around. People. Who cares? It's in Atlanta. He's not going to, you know, get to Washington or Omaha. Or right, that's the other, Baltimore. that's the other story too about the, 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 the black guy who shot up the people in the courthouse. Shocker. 
No. What? Now see, Matt Albert and Jay the Dirty Cop are you black. Beat me to it. <laughs> but didn't you cringe a little bit when you saw that there was a shooting yeah, was in Georgia? Like, oh, and what if black? And what about this? Imagine being a black man in Georgia he just during that time. Years. You would just think, all right, I'm staying home. I'm not going to work. I'm not getting shot today. I'm not doing anything because. I fit the description. It's <laughs> the same time when that lady killed her kids and blamed on that black guy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, again, this goes back to the media. This is why I wish, and we tried to get him on, but he doesn't do Sundays. Uh, Howard Kurtz from the Washington Post and CNN Reliable Sources. And today he did Reliable Sources about Dan Rather, which is understandable. But you see that you're just being misled. That's why I like to call you sheep. You know, you're all just following along in this one herd, and you got the blinders on, and, you, hey, it's a beautiful day outside. Oh, let's look around there. Yeah, you've been lied to. Wait, weren't you the one just uh, watching the game and not yeah. really paying attention to the show? Yeah. Hmm. Well, the Mavericks won. Distracted, huh? I could pay Distracted? But that doesn't mean that I wasn't outraged when I heard this story. <laughs> you were less outraged when uh, the Mavericks won. Yeah, you would have yeah, been well. pissed the whole rest of the show if the Mavs would have lost. Shut up, Corolla. How are the Knicks doing? All right, we don't need to go there. Okay. Next ball, 99. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a funny Good job. that we should talk about in a second. Apparently, Nick's Ball 99, Corolla's instant messenger, <laughs> was given out during the Don and Mike show. Like five times. And <laughs> it froze up all the computers around here, didn't it? I It froze up my computer at home. I know that. How many... How many IMs did you get from the Don from that being mentioned on the Don and Mike show? The thing is, you know how when you first get IM, it gives you the warning. I, I couldn't tell because I got so many of those. Wants the commute goes bling 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 bling. It froze up the computer that I was using. I am broken. Exactly. It just busted. <laughs> Nick's ball ninety nine. So that was your big issue of the week. Yeah, that's what you were worried about all week. Mm-hmm. Nick's ball ninety nine. Well, that and my my phone. You broke your phone. I don't want to talk about yeah. that now. We'll talk about that later. We're talking about the government. Mm-hmm. It's, not it's not all not about all, you. Yeah, you can't always lead back to Corolla's bad life. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't say it did. Blues are trying to. Speaking of Corolla's bad life, I have a story from Friday night that we'll talk about later. Mm. Same old story. Really? Must involve you not getting sex. <laughs> so here's the other thing that I see. So we hear about this. By the way, it's the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. And uh, you're not outraged. You're not outraged at the fact that you got lied to and there was this whole big media production about Saddam's capture. I guess you're just happy that he got captured. And by the way... It looks more and more like he's not even going to get convicted. And then what happens? And then what happens? He rules the country again. Led astray. Hoodwinked. Bamboozled. So then I see this. Poll shows concern about government secrecy. Now, people are worried. 52% said there's too little access to government records. 36% the access is just right. 6% said there is too much. Dubs, I want to ask you this. Is there is there a do you feel at all concerned that you are not getting the whole story from your government or is it the government's job to hide all this from you? I expect a little bit of hiding, you know, a little bit of, hey, we don't want to give the complete and full story, every little detail. But I think we should know the the broad detail, uh, the broad uh, you know generalization of everything going on. Because isn't that the point of the government? I mean, the government. I know they use this whole thing since September 11th of national security. This is all a matter of national security. Yeah. You can't know this because of national security. But do you think that in a way they're kind of BSing a little bit and they just oh they're definitely BSing a lot. Yeah. They're that's how they can get away with more stuff if you don't know everything going on. 
And every administration does. Every administration hides stuff. But like infinity management. Yeah. But you know, rarely do they get caught as much as this administration. You know, they've been caught in so many lies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about again? Both. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. That's right. So but then do you almost not want to know? Like you don't want to know what's going on behind the scenes? Just say, yeah, you know what? I'd rather not. Because I'll tell you this, my head hurts. My head hurts knowing that I've been lied to so much. And maybe it would be easier. What is it? Ignorance is bliss? But I Matt, I, I don't yeah. mind, you know, not being told things, but don't fabricate things and, you know. It's like you got away with the lie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you have to go one step further? Why do you need to make a movie about it? Why do you have to introduce a whole new term about it? Just be okay with getting away with the lie and move on. See, the government is like that husband that goes out and cheats, and we're like the wife that gets lied to. But he's so nice. and But, yeah, we yeah, take it. Yeah. And we and we don't call him on it. You know why? Because they give us roads. You know? <laughs> they give us schools. <laughs> sure, it beats us occasionally. <laughs> but whatever. Beating us out of love. Yeah, because it loves us. <laughs> I'm not telling you because I love you. And that's the point. That's exactly what the administration has done. And no one seems bothered. I mean, it's important 100%. If you think about it, it's been happening for years. Look at, I think it's the Spanish American War. The president <laughs> said that. Uh, what? Your mic's off now. Wow. And it's that not going to turn back on. I'm sorry. Until you put a shirt that's not wrinkled on. What was that? You're not going to be. You can't use sources from the Spanish American War. Why? Teddy Roosevelt all of a sudden just no, ran in. I'm not there. going to allow it. Rough Rider. <laughs> Why? Just because you hadn't had sex since then. What side were your relatives? <laughs> no one can hear you right now. Um, and then one more thing, just showing about how all of this is so divisive. Story out of Florida. Um, a Where? Tampa man, Tampa. Oh, all right. A Tampa man, apparently enraged by a Bush Cheney sticker on a woman's sport utility vehicle, faces felony charges after chasing her for a miles, allegedly uh, saying he's going to run her off the road and displaying an anti-Bush sign. Now, um, there was a good reason she was a woman, right? Yeah. Okay, all that right. is there. <laughs> But apparently the sign on his car said, never forget Bush's illegal war murdered thousands in Iraq. I uh, Do you have, find anything wrong with that statement, J-Dubs? I find stuff wrong with people who, who have the political bumper stickers and think that I'm going to read that and say, hey, you know what? That bumper sticker's right, and I'm changing my whole life around. Has I, there ever been a bumper sticker that changed your mind? Keep on trucking. <laughs> That's the... Uh... I, I mean, the don't worry, be happy. I've always ended up a little happier afterwards. That's my you know? <laughs> S happens. Yeah, S happens. And I was reading it, and I'm like, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does happen. I remember real quick. I was a kid, and I went, and it was Father's Day. I don't know what's wrong. My dad used to say that saying all the time, S happens. So it was Father's Day, <laughs> and I needed to get him a gift. So I bought him an S happens bumper sticker <laughs> and coffee mug. And I've gotten the, I've gotten the disappointed look from my father a lot. Yeah, but never like this. Never as much as when I, when I gave him that. And he looks at me, and he gave me the same speech as if I'd given him my Truman Middle School uh, honors student um, thing. He looks at me with the with the thing. He goes, "Do you really think I'm going to put this on my Volvo?" That's what he. Asked. And by the way, I'm like nine or ten. No, but I expect you to put it on your El Camino. He didn't have an El Camino. Oh. He'd upgraded. 
<laughs> he was driving a Volvo at that point. <laughs> so anyway, what is this? Uh, this chick, where was her uh, bumper sticker? I thought I had seen it on. Wait, but how did you buy that bumper sticker at nine? My mom. Oh, my You're... mom paid for it. That's the way it always. So goes. your she... mom thought it was a good idea. <laughs> she she wanted him to beat you. That's what. That's, that's, that's what. <laughs> I think that's what it was actually. <laughs> this would get the little bastard beaten. <laughs> but the bumper sticker. So you see that all of this is still going on. All of this stuff. The uh, you know America's still divided over. What's uh, over what's happening, but the liberals or the people on the left or even the people in general, the Republicans who disagree with the administration, well, they're taking it lying down. They're looking and they're saying, and what am I going to do? So they made up the Saddam capture and how it actually happened. At least we got him, like Hasselbeck. Yeah. So what if the government's being really secretive and we don't know anything that's going on with our tax dollars? And at least I still got a job right now. You know how you get them to all think about something else? Hmm. The who farted bumper sticker. That that gets everybody thinking about totally different things. I think uh, if you have a Bush Cheney bumper sticker or if you're still holding on to something and got the Carrie Edwards, cover it with the who farted. Save gas. Or my other car's a Porsche. That That's a, always a great bumper sticker. <laughs> I'd rather be golfing. <laughs> What if he did that? What if or just Calvin doing a number one? This you, know, you always have to, you know, throw that up there. You saw the Calvin he would like do that where he's doing a number one on the uh, on the other car. Yeah, like uh, Dodge or whatever. Has anybody come up with a bumper sticker where it's Calvin doing a uh, doing a number one on the Bush Cheney? I'm sure. Logo. I got my driver's license after ten times. Yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, that's for you, Matt Albert. That's your bumper sticker. Let's Can take. Can turn off his mic? Let's take a break. We'll come back. Montgomery County, they're teaching your kids about sex. Ooh. And um, you should be afraid, apparently. Very, very afraid. We've got audio from that. We'll play it next in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Good tune. I haven't heard it in a while. It was rocking. Taking it back old school, baby. Welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Hefe and Dubs on this Sunday afternoon, joined by uh, some of our friends here in the hideout. A lot still coming up, including these DVDs for Sleeping Dogs Lie, the movie starring Ed Asner, Brad Wilk of Audio Slave, and Maynard James Keenan of Tool in a Perfect Circle, sdlmovie.com. We want to thank them for hooking us up with that. Um, I think I said Matt is here. Jay the Dirty Cop is here. Uh, we'll introduce another special guest in a second. But first, Dave the Addict, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back, fellas. Thanks, man. How's it going? I'm all right. You guys want to hear something cool? What's that? Check it out. Did you know that if you're sick, that you take shrooms? <laughs> has, listen. It has enough potassium in it to kill whatever. It's like taking four pills of amoxicillin. Oh, nice. So what, yeah. what do you so it, it'll, uh, it'll cure you. Yeah, it'll cure you. It's a four-hour uh, cure, though. Yeah, pretty much. It'll make you happy, too. Yeah. But so it, what do you have to be sick with, though? Does this include, like, bronchitis or Ebola or what? Syphilis. Whatever, whatever would be prescribed for, like, amoxicillin and penicillin. Okay. It, it, contain, it contains 800 milligrams of each. So have you actually performed this experiment yourself? I just did it last night. What did you have? I had a clogged nose and a sore throat, and it's gone. 
Yeah, I'll, your your nose still seems a little bit clogged. Well, I have a deviated septum from getting hit with a bat. I would have got a lot of money. Uh, okay. Oh, he just did coke. <laughs> so whatever. You all got a lot of money. Is that what you said? He all got a lot of money and got bashed in the nose. What did yeah. you What did you have? What did you uh, What did you do? I stole ten grand from him. <laughs> Are you? What did you do? Are, what did you do that for? Because it was ten uh, grand. Yeah, because it was ten grand, and he he owed me five. And when I took his shoebox, it had more in it than I thought. And so, so he loaned you the money, and you decided, hey, the loan wasn't good enough. I need to. Uh, no, 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 no. Dude owed me the money. Oh, owed. Okay. I did a job for him, and it went salty. Do we want to know what kind of job you did? Yes, I do. No, not at all. Not at all. You don't want to know. All right, it's better that we don't know. Don't ask too many questions. Yeah. Were you a mule? All right, hold on a second. Somebody's got a question. Uh, Guy, you're in the hideout. You're talking to Dave the Addict on 106.7 WJFK. Hey, Dave. What's going on? What's up, dude? Hey, man, poop. Hey, what's up, man? Beer softens it, too. Yeah. Beer does soften it. Hey, real quick, I gotta let you guys know something. Yeah, I just put on my Mercedes. Uh, I'd rather be banging your mom for a license plate tag. I you you don't have a Mercedes. Please don't tell me you actually no, have one. He's a. Uh, what do you do for a living, Dave? I trade stock, man. God damn! <laughs> you trade stock? Yeah, but it's for a lot of overseas people. I can't mention the stocks I trade, but it's for a lot of people that the government Infinity. doesn't really like. <laughs> Do what, a lot of people that would buy? No, a lot of the people that the government don't like. Oh, I don't want to know. You probably shouldn't tell anymore. Yeah. Well, good for you. So you, it sounds like you're living the life. You got a Mercedes. I'm banging your mom as your tag. You got <laughs> shrooms and getting beaten up with bats. That's the kind of live, life you want to live. American dream. You get a lot of. You get a lot of ass. I did a lot of poop things, guys. God damn. Man. Sound like it. Yeah, dude, you're a winner. Hey, congrats. Hey, let's hear it for Dave the Addict. Cheeseface yeah. Jr., yeah. Hey, the next time I have some hookers over my house, I'll let them call you. All yeah. right. Well, why, how about we do this, Dave? You're not busy right now. Why don't you bring some hookers over? We'll all hang out. Oh, I'm busy right now, dude. I got to get up on my computer. I just woke up. <laughs> God damn you. All right, fine. Beat it. He's on my schedule. What a life. Can you imagine being that kind of a guy? No. Yes. That was you in high school. Though. It was. <laughs> Except for I wasn't trading stocks. <laughs> I was skipping school. And you were taking steroids. Yes. Only for a month. That was a 30-day cycle, and I quit right after. By the way, I now know why I lost in the boxing match at the St. Pat's Spat. I fought someone who had taken steroids. And you fight like a girl. Shut it. <laughs> It was the steroids. That's it wasn't you the steroids. Me. The steroids have been far gone. And fortunately, I can never ask for a rematch because those steroids will always be in your system. No, they won't. Just because of that. That's the only reason why you can beat me up. No, I, I don't care. I don't care why I can beat you up. All I know is I can beat you up. <laughs> that's the only thing that matters. It's an unfair advantage. Now, let's welcome in our other guest uh, here uh, into the hideout at WJFK. We have Matt Albert and Jay the Dirty Cop. Last week, I read an email from a kid by the name of Capone, who is a high school junior, I believe, and he said he wanted to get into the radio business. He understands that uh, I got into it, you got into it in part because of Stern, growing up listening to that show, as uh, Bateman, another Bateman for Ron and Fez, Matt Albert loves because of uh, Don and Mike. So we all have some inspirations for why we wanted to get into this business. And Capone says that we 
are his inspiration for getting into radio. Aww. You and me, half a and dubs in the hideout. So he asked, could I get a step-by-step breakdown of getting into this business? And we said, uh, do yourself a favor and don't. Just really don't get into it. Step-by-step step, walk away from the business is what I'm telling you. <laughs> Backwards. Backpedal. Yeah. And everything will end up okay. Well, then he sends me another email talking about, and I don't want to read it all, but essentially saying that I'm his hero because, um, you know, he's proud that there are Latinos like me opening the door for our people. Even though, Wait, hold on one second. You're Latino? Yes. Oh, man. Whoa. I'm getting the hell out of here. Well, no, you, it's not my name's El Where's Hefe. my wallet? Where's my wallet? Stop! <laughs> Come on! Oh, my God. Did you take your help, Kev J? Stop it. Where's your butterfly knife? <laughs> In the car. Don't you open that switchblade? <laughs> he goes, I'm proud that there are Latinos like you opening the door for our people. Sure, you can't speak Spanish, but it doesn't matter because when somebody looks at you, they don't see a Mexican that can't speak Spanish. They see a Mexican. A Ay-ay-ay. dirty one. You know, and it's nice that Capone brought, uh, built you a cake, too. <laughs> he did not build me a cake, and he looks nothing like Pedro <laughs> from Napoleon Dynamite. Stop. So, Capone, welcome into the hideout, man. How you doing, brother? Good to meet you, my friend. Um, so, you were here. Now, you were in high school, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, this ties in perfectly. Um, you go, do you go to school in PG County? Yeah, PG. All right, so this is actually happening next door in Montgomery County. Um, we'll talk to you more a little bit about the greatness that is us. But first, I wanted to talk about this because I saw this online. Dubs, there's this big controversy going on over the fact there's this organization apparently out of Damascus that says, uh, they're up in arms over a sex education film featuring a cucumber with a condom. They believe, I guess, that it's too explicit to be showing children. Yeah. Uh, namely, I believe it's shown to 10th graders. As I look over the story, it's shown to 10th graders. And so we have a clip of this that I got from this organization's website. And here is, it's this hot chick. She's blonde. She has a cucumber. She looked like a high schooler to me. I don't think she was. I know, but she looked like a high schooler, which kind of, you know, gives you the thing of, hey, it's like one of my hot friends in class telling me how to use a condom and all this kind of stuff. Oh, I thought she looked like maybe like a teacher or something, like a young mm-hmm. teacher. Mm-hmm. All right. Either well, way. Why? Well, here is the audio. 10th grade, 10th grade or 10th grade teacher. I don't care. <laughs> yes, you do. Stop. Yes, you do. Go. Cucumber for the demonstration. If you've already just started to put the condom on inside out on the you have to use a new condom instead of turning it around the right way because you may have gotten on it. Oh, that's Now, after you're sure it's going to roll the correct way out, roll a condom on and don't unroll the whole thing and then try to put it on. It won't be easy and the condom is much more likely to tear. Remember to use a condom for and sex. And when you're finished, right hold on to the condom and carefully put it in a tissue and throw it in the trash. Don't flush it down the toilet. I always flush mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. I had to beep that Yeah. for, quote, unquote, FCC standards. But this is something that's allowed to be played well, in high school. It's being shown now to 10th graders. I got to say, and could you decipher it all, or did you feel like you were a little lost? Do you want me to go back and explain what was going on? Yeah, sure. All right, play it again, and I'll tell you what. I'll try to reference what it was that was beeped okay. in, a, in, a, in a way that's clean. 
cucumber for the demonstration. If you've already just started to put the condom on inside out on the you have to use a new condom instead of turning it around the right way because you may have gotten on it. All right, stop it right there. Yeah, see, that sounds... All right, she says all right, when you're going to put it on where you would put a condom, yeah. make sure you put it on the right way. If you put it on inside out... You might get chocolate on it. No, that's not what she said. <laughs> that's, what sounded like. yeah, exactly. that's not what she said. She was actually saying you may have gotten uh, stuff that could get someone pregnant. Marshmallow? On it. Uh, on it. So that's what she was saying. That's the main reason why you don't want to flip it inside out, because the stuff that could lead to a pregnancy yeah. could have gotten there. <laughs> you guys are dirty, man. What's wrong with y'all? Oh, Play, so Play it again. Just because it's beat. All right, like, continue on. Or do you want to hear? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Now, after your shirt, it's going to roll the correct way out. Roll a condom on and... All right. Do don't you... unroll the... She's just making sure that make sure you're in the proper state for, you know, being ready to go yeah. whenever you try to put one on. Whole thing and then try to put it on. It won't be easy and the condom is much more likely to tear. Remember to use a condom for and sex. And when you're finished, hold on to the condom and carefully put it in a tissue and throw it in the trash. All right, is everyone clear? Don't there? flush it down yeah. the toilet. So everyone understands there what's going on. Now, let me ask you, if you're sitting here, when you're having sexual education, yeah. and you're actually talking about something like this, you can't afford to not be graphic, can you? Don't you need to be as descript as possible? Because I'll be perfectly honest, I, I didn't have anything like that growing up and watching something like that. And I don't even know really where I really learned to put on a condom now that I think about it. I think the uh, the chick knew. Well, I, the condom is, I, I think, self-explanatory. I don't think that if you've ever put a rubber glove on, you know how to put a condom on. But there is a certain way to put it on, though. I think. Fast. Yeah. We're losing <laughs> daylight talk, here. Yeah, I'll tell We're you losing what. daylight. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Got to get the shot in. Come on. I'll tell you what, I don't take the pills yet, but I probably should start. And putting one of those things on is the biggest buzzkill. You know, so you got to do it quick and get right to what you need to do. Okay, you know what? That is true. That's definitely. All right, fast isn't actually. Now, Bateman, you said you had sex ed in sixth grade, but it wasn't about how to, you know, like protect yourself like this, was it? I, I don't even remember at this point. I just remember we had it and I was incredibly bored. We had right. we had uh, the same thing, it, but it, it covered like just men uh, postpubescent men things overall. Like it, it covered the sex stuff. It also covered how to wash your armpits properly and wear deodorant and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> so things that Corolla hasn't learned yet. Though. Yeah, <laughs> stuff that most people in Fargo haven't learned yet. How to iron a shirt. I had it in fifth grade, but I didn't bring in the permission slip, so I missed it. <laughs> and although all the children in my uh, grade were using all these technical terms, I had no idea what they were talking about for like a week. So is that why you haven't had sex yet as a 20-year-old exactly. man? I'm he doesn't informed. have the permission slip. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm seeing this, and I'm just thinking to myself, as a parent in Montgomery County, A, would you be pissed if your 10th grader was watching something like this? I'd ask for a copy. Or would you be... Or would you be a little less pissed if it was, like, in, in kid glove terms, I mean, like we're trying to talk here on the radio? The thing is, it wasn't going over the top. They went out of their way to make sure it wasn't going over the top because they used a cucumber. If they used a marital aid, then you might say, okay, now they're just trying to, you know, have fun with this. And I didn't like the cucumber use. It made me feel inferior. 
I'm not me. Mm. That was make me feel good. Stop. Uh, wait, that could be taken a different way. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Should have been an eggplant. <laughs> Stop. Uh, like steel. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Now, baby carrots. Do you think? Do you think there's a problem with the chick, the hot chick, being the person involved? <laughs> I think it was more realistic because this is when we said about it. You said that you had someone who was hot, or you'd rather someone hot. Yeah, I'd, r- I'd rather have someone hot explained to it instead of like an old grandma or something, or you know, uh, Sue Johansson uh, talking about sex because you're going to be more interested in it. You're going to be like, all right, you know, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to pay attention because this chick's hot, and maybe she'll throw this uh, dome on me. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's in, the, she's in a video. How is she going to throw the dome on you? It's a local video. You can tell it's low budget. She's definitely obtainable. Okay. You can get her. Okay, but you would think that... Now, do you think the kids would be more apt to goof around if it was someone who was older? Some it, Well, you, you, it would be more likely that you wouldn't pay attention to it. You'd be making fun of the old lady talking about sex instead of saying, wow, this hot chick's talking about sex. I better watch. But instead, you think all the dudes who are the 10th graders who are in class are mesmerized by the fact that this chick could actually... And they're actually listening to her. Mm, that's a good point. And again, we've talked about this before, but why is it that we're so afraid of this? Because you wouldn't... I just... This is just a general question, okay? This is just me. Wouldn't you want your kid to have as much knowledge as possible? Knowledge. Education about sex before they go do it than someone who does that who knows nothing wouldn't you think wouldn't you want that yeah i'd want that but the funny thing is you know uh, this video is the one video i think is appropriate to have condoms in it if i'm watching a porn at home i don't want to see condoms yeah yeah ruins the moment and that's true i completely agree that it's no good i mean and if they really want to get into it I would say bring some hardcore porn in. I think porno Dan should start and teaching that, the classes. He'd be a guest speaker. And I'm not lying about this. You know, it, you you show you know the everything. You show all right. This is what sex is. This is if you want to do it properly. This is you know. This is how much of a letdown it is after watching porn for so many years. <laughs> and it's never like this. And she's never that hot. And you can't spit. This on is her. what happens when you're banging an amputee. The great thing about porn is that there are no smells. Today we're covering midget porn. <laughs> In today's class, I like You that. may need a stepladder for this maneuver. <laughs> All right, somebody's saying it's like Dr. Ruth. You don't want advice from her. And it's like you said about the Sue Johansson, the, yeah. the, 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 the sex talk lady, because you don't want to imagine that she's actually had sex. And the funny thing about Sue Johansson, because I've watched that show a few times. Which is what, on Oxygen? Yeah. And she, uh, she'll she do a little thing where she has her like toy of the day or whatever, or toy of the week, where she, she even says, I've tested these. <laughs> I, had, I had to dump that. Come on, man. What? Oh, 76 seconds left. <laughs> 72. <laughs> Um, what happens if the student has had sex before seeing that video? You figure they're probably not even using the condom if they're having sex that young. Now, we have a kid here. Um, we don't want to get too far into it, but Capone, you're a junior in high school. Yeah. Have you had sex? Yes. <laughs> Everybody look at Matt Albert, point laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at this young kid. Were you born in this country? No. Yes. <laughs> Hey, sorry. Behave. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Yeah, I, yeah, I love this. <laughs> hey, that's true. 
Look at the kid. He's able to come back at you because he's had sex before. Hey, do you have your Could driver's license? No. No, he didn't a permit? No. Oh. So. Do you have a job? No. Uh-huh. So, so what? But, but I'm had sex. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Matt, you're never going to get over on this kid. Um <laughs> Now, I could, but I won't. But Bateman, all right, Bateman says you had Pull sex back. before seeing the video. How did it work out for you? Did you know exactly what to do and everything? Because I'm not gonna lie to you, I learned what to do by watching porno. Yeah, I think every kid does. Yeah, porno. Did you? What the hell's wrong with you, Matt? <laughs> Matt said it's his dog. Go ahead. <laughs> Thought about sex. Six six nine. Oh, um, <laughs> right, come on, guys, get it together. Yeah, I mean they have instructions on there if you're really that clueless. Yeah, I mean it, anything you need to know is on the box. Yeah, but you, you have know? to do that certain thing before, so it's, you have the uh, right. reserve. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Raider Nation, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on? What's up, man? I was just uh, wondering, did you see the sequel to that movie, uh, Cucumber Fencing? <laughs> no, I did not see the cucumber fencing. Thank you, Raider Nation. That, of course, a reference to RadioHideout.com, where you can see the marital aid fencing that a couple of our interns did. It's really, it's a high-class stuff that you find on that website, RadioHideout.com. You can also get to uh, to know us just a little bit. Um, 866-277-4969. So apparently there's this big hubbub. It's all in Montgomery County. Once again, um, and it's just, it seems like it's just one organization. What's the name of this organization? I see if I can. Citizens for Responsible Curriculum. And to me, there's nothing more responsible than this. They're just afraid of sex. Do you think I mean, if you, if you read in that book, uh, that they give you, the sex ed book, it has everything that they it just showed on that video. I mean, and those things are approved by, you know, ev- whatever they have to be approved by. Let's play it one more time, and because they they said it was the graphic way in which it's been described, and of course we had to beep it because of the FCC. I still do not understand why, because it's in technical terms, and Loveline can get away with it, and that's why they have our spot. Cucumber for the demonstration. If you've already just started to put the condom on inside out on the. You have to use a new condom instead of turning it around the right way because you may have gotten on it. <laughs> now, after your shirt, it's going to roll the correct way out. Roll a condom on and don't unroll the whole thing and then try to put it on. It won't be easy and the condom is much more likely to tear. Remember to use a condom for and sex. All right, here, you know what? I'm just reading over this article and that's the problem. They say, we question the judgment of the Board of Education's decision to include uh, the other two kinds of way that you can have sex as opposed to the quote-unquote baby-making way whenever saying that you should use this stuff. So that's why they're pissed. What? That They're mad because, you know. Of the other inputs. Yeah, the other ways in which you can, uh, you know, be with each other. I remember in, uh, I guess it was 7th or 8th grade sex ed we had... The uh, the gym teacher who was teaching us said about not the real bad one, but the kind of common right one. He's like, that's perverted. And he started, like, going off. And he was getting, like, pissed off. And people were like, why? What's wrong with it? And he's like, that's wrong. You can't do that. And you should tell him the way of the fist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. 
Into the hideout 106.7 WJFK. You're Welcome, reaching. pair of heads. <laughs> You're reaching. You're reaching. <laughs> I am Hefe. That is Dubs. We got some friends here Capone, Matt Albert, Jay the Dirty Cop. And you, if you want to be over the phone, you can uh, you can always call. 866-277-4969. You coming with this kind of music, why can't you come back with something cool, like Fitty, or The Game, or something? This is cool. You don't like Buffett? I like Buffet. You stuff it. Yeah, we noticed. You shut it. <laughs> that beard that you're wearing isn't making you look any thinner, Whatever. by the way, Matt Albert. Whatever. Matt Albert's rough it. <laughs> um, did you see that Al Sharpton has called for a 90-day broadcasting ban on performers who he defined as using violence in their music to make a profit. Um, he's trying to do this thing, I guess, where he's trying to get all the radio stations together or something, especially over like 50 Cent and the game and this whole, what I am calling, uh, storyline that they create. Have you ever seen something so fabricated, other than, of course, the capture of Saddam, uh, this this whole battle between 50 Cent and the game and the G-Unit thing and the fighting and the making up. It just, I'm not one to call out people on storylines, but it's so amazingly glaring. It was just a publicity thing. It must not be that glaring because everybody's falling for it. I mean, you see 50 Cent, there's a big deal because I'm over in Lanham right now with El Sol. And so 50, I guess, was over at PGC a week or two ago. And then he's been on Hot 99.5. And I'm not sure if he made an appearance on Howard or not. But I, I, think, I think I'd heard something about that. And so he's everywhere. But then before this new album dropping, all of a sudden, the game, whose album was out, all of a sudden he's leaving G-Unit. All right, It's like it's um, some sort of... Uh, you know, Kurt Angle versus whoever. So he's leaving this faction, and then they're fighting each other. But what, what I find funny is that it appears to me that these wrestlers, I mean that these rappers, instead of using l- like barbed wire and chairs for chair shots, they're actually using guns. And that's the props to like shoot each other outside of radio stations. Hey, it's keeping it real. To further the whole, hey, this is a real thing. You know what I mean? And they shot a guy in the leg, I guess. I don't know if anyone died. But it's part of the whole storyline of, okay, this must be real because they're shooting each other. But at the same time, people thought wrestling was real for the longest because they were using chairs or whatever the hell they ended up using back in ECW and WWE and now the WWF. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying, Dubs, or am I too far-fetched on this one? I don't think it's as uh, cut and dry as you're making it as, you know, that it's completely made up. I don't think – I think, like uh, like, you know – People like fifty and the game. The game. Who has, has a wrestler's name? I might add. Uh, he just. He, these people are friends and they're trying to hype. I, I think there are actually people out there that hate each other and you know talk smack. But I don't think you know. Wasn't this one amazingly transparent? Though? Oh yeah, I think this one is quite clear that they aren't actually hating each other. All right, now joining us on the phone, the leader of the Negro Nation in the hideout. 
Um, the reason, because our, Al Sharpton isn't, you know, picking things up. Either is Jesse Jackson. We needed a leader. We found him. His name is Blackness. Blackness here in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. What's up, man? What's up, y'all? What's going on? Not too much. What do you think about this? The Al Sharpton thing or the game 50 thing? Both of them. Let's start, let's start, let's start with the game at 50. Cause I had even said this a while back. I'd almost come to this realization when we were on the air of the whole NWA, the mm-hmm. split of Ice Cube, the, uh, the songs like No Vaseline, whereas Ice Cube digging on, you know, Dre and Easy E, but then they all kind of come back together. But now, you know, it was this, it was this huge thing and it sold these millions and millions and millions of albums. I mean, is that what's going on or what's the word on the street? Well, like the thing with the thing with the fifty game thing is like at first uh, you know they had me food. I really thought it was serious because fifty is a jerk. You know what I'm saying? And like the way he talks to his people, he talks to them like you know like their children. And I thought that game was coming to it from a, a perspective of like I'm a man just like you. You know what I mean? Respect you know, don't, me. Yeah, respect me. You know, don't go on, don't go on the air saying you made half my album and don't think I'm going to call you on it. You right across town. You know what I mean? Right. So, but then. You know, 50 is known to cause controversy, and the thing was, he did the same thing last to sell albums for his last album. You know what I mean? He's just a, he's just a controversy whore. He knows how to sell stuff. He may be a jerk, but he's a genius when it comes to marketing. Because that was the thing, too. Before anyone, it was like Chris Rocket made that joke. Before anyone even heard 50 Cent, and even before... Knew, the fact that they got, he got shot nine times, that's all people knew about 50 Cent. I remember listening to Howard at the gym one morning. I hadn't even heard in the club yet. Right. But 50 was already in the studio talking about how he got shot nine times. He, and he's a gimmick guy, man. I, now blackness album. is saying that I'm not saying that. He's a gimmick guy. You can tell him. You can tell Fifty that. All right. <laughs> blackness who lives in Suitland says that you live in Suitland. Tell him to come down here. Now what's the, now what about Sharpton? Is he just kind of trying to hop on this, or is he is he serious in that maybe we should stop this uh, emulating all this violence to our to our young impressionable youth? Well, as, a, as everybody know, he is a clown. You know what I mean? You know, he's just like he's like Jesse Jackson. You know, what I mean? he jumps on the calls, and you know, whenever he can get some some FaceTime or some airtime. I mean, he was on all three of the black stations in the area um, just Friday talking about this. So, but he does have a point. You know what I mean? Because my little nephew, when the whole when this whole thing like when it was like at its height when that guy got shot that day, I went to my nephew's house and he was talking. He was just talking about, you know what I'm saying, oh, it's real, you know, it's real. They out here shooting, da-da-da. And he's not old enough to remember the whole Tupac Biggie thing when it was, like, actually, you know, there was really something going on when, like, the shooting wasn't staged and stuff. Right. So there does need to be something that needs to be done. And a lot of the, the two black stations that's in the area, the ones that cater towards the young folks, they do need to take some kind of responsibility for it. Because I saw something where people were mad at PGC because PGC was doing this battle thing, 50 cents music versus the game music. And, like, they were perpetrating the whole war thing and this battle thing. And it's just that kind of a mentality. And that's not helping the community, is it? Not at all. Not at all. But, I mean, the honest truth is, Kathy, which, can I say your name? What should I say? I say your name. Who? Kathy Hughes. I don't know who that is. The Radio 1 owner. Okay, I guess. I, I don't she know. Doesn't, she, she doesn't, you know what I mean? She doesn't, she's not looking out for her people. You know what I mean? Like, the... You she's not looking out for. Oh, because I mean, she, oh, she owns Radio One, which owns a lot of black radio stations. Right. So you think that she should have a little bit more responsibility to the demographic she serves? She should, have, she should have way more responsibility to the demographic that she serves directly, with advertising, with the content on her station, with the, the personality she hire. There is no excuse. Now There's the, no excuse for a lot of what goes on on black radio. Now you just think it's black radio, or you think uh, JFK should be held to the same standard? 
Well, see, I don't, you know, honestly, the honest, the honest black radio? is, <laughs> we are now, right? right now we are. <laughs> the honest, the honest truth is, I don't have anything to do with JFK. As first, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not really, I'm not going to say it's not, it's really not a concern of mine because of the situation that the people, the young people that are my skin tone are going through. I got to look out for them. I got to look out what's going on with them. JFK is his own thing. They got their own The white people. We, we can, the, we the can. White, the white folks. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty much. It ain't, it ain't like they hide it. Nobody, you know, that's what all, everybody on, that's what all the personalities are, with the exception of yourself. You know right. what I'm saying? And me. And it's, it, you know what I'm saying? And of course, Dove, of course, Soul Brother Dove, you know, but. Soul black Brother. Radio, Soul black Brother. Black, black oh, radio is yeah. such a metaphor for the black community, especially in this area. Right. It's ridiculous. No responsibility and just wilding out. Hey, uh, hey, thank you for the call, Blackness. I feel like we got learned a little something. I appreciate what the word on the street is. All right, man. Y'all take care. There he is, leader of the Negro Nation here in the hideout, Blackness. I don't think they say word on the street anymore. <laughs> if he's saying it, they probably say it again. That was, that was fresh. I think they say. I think they still say word to your mother though. Diggity diggity dope. By the way, blackness is no white. Diggity. <laughs> blackness actually lives in Potomac Mills, so <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> he'd be so pissed. Um, all right. So, do you think then, now, Matt? I mean, do you think that PGC and these stations should be held to a higher standard just because they're serving the community? I don't think it does any good. And I see these fifty cent. I see the game. I see what they're doing, and I understand it's a marketing thing. But at the same time, too, it's a little bit dangerous. Yeah, because I, the Tupac and Biggie stuff was that real? I don't know. I think I think maybe maybe I, yes, and that's where and they saw how many albums that sold. So and hey, that's just fake one. I think the, the, I think the two main parties, the game and Fifty Cent, are you know in cahoots with each with each other and say we're gonna fake this, but they don't let you know their posses in on it. So, you know, there's a real thing between the posses. So it's a thing as if it were me and Dubs, and we're trying to, like, maybe set up Corolla. Dubs and I know what's going on, but Corolla and nobody else knows yeah. what's going on. And so if Corolla gets killed, whatever. Yeah. We had no knowledge. Yeah. Or it was... Uh, it's a million more copies. And that's why they're and that's why the uh, the posses are shooting each other. Exactly. Like little Kim and um, Foxy Brown. God damn, that's brilliant, man. Who? Uh, it's a black girl. Never mind. Oh, should there? What about? Is she cute? She's how black. about this? She's black. Ill. Mm. Maybe we should. <laughs> oh, come on! I dumped it. I'm, that's enough. I dumped that. I don't care if you're black or not. You can't say that. I say we shoot Corolla after the show. I heard they can fly. Okay, let's take a break. You're not helping your cause here. They're made out of candy. Stop it! I'm telling you, stop! I'm gonna start hitting you. Dub's gonna turn off your mic. They have gills. Let's take a break. We'll come back, Dubs. Let's do the sad sack off because Matt Albert's got to leave. And uh, Corolla versus Matt as to who has the worst life story. They'll go back and forth with five sad stories. And uh, we'll set the game up next. Basically, if you feel bad about yourself, uh, listen to the next segment. And you're going to realize you really are a winner, at least compared to these two. Their hair is licorice. In the hideouts. <laughs> 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Bye. 
You were sly, my friend. Yeah, Corolla. <laughs> Welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Half a dub Sunday afternoon. Hanging out with you. Um, just having a blast so far. I want to say thank you um, to everyone who came out to the Ugly Mug for the Ron and Frez uh, Apprentice contest that we had at the Ugly Mug with Bass Ale. On, I believe it was Thursday night. Yep. <laughs> it was a, a, a great time down there, southeast, but it's the um, the Eastern Market area, and really a good time. Another appearance coming up this sun, uh, this Saturday night, so a week, I guess, from last night. Hear more about it on Rana Fez this week. By the way, I think I'm going to come in on Thursday, Doug. Cool. Because Fred the Hair Genius is supposed to be yeah, in. Yeah, Fred the Hair Genius will be in. I need and, to get uh, my uh, beard touched up, and my stepbrother is coming up to visit. And he's a huge fan of Ron and Fez, so he wants to meet the boys. So that actually would be kind of cool. I mean, he might have to wait in the green room. I can't have some sicko fan coming in. Uh, hmm. Okay, I mean, that's fair enough. Fans right. are losers. Stop. And then also, too, oh, we mean fans who just come in and sit in. Yeah, and, those are just jackasses. That's Matt Albert, by the way. Uh, hi Radio hi. Roadblocks. <laughs> <laughs> got that right. Uh, and, One big ass speed bump. And then also I got, uh, we're going to see Slipknot Wednesday, which should be a lot of fun. But uh, Ron and Fez Apprentice, your next shot, the, tr- the cruise from Baltimore to Bermuda, getting qualified for that and a chance to work on the Ron and Fez show. That is all happening again this Saturday night. And I believe it's called either Fado or Fado in, uh, in Chinatown. I go there all the time. It's F-A-D-O. I don't know how exactly it's uh, you know actually said, but it's a great bar down in Chinatown. So we'll be there on Saturday night. <clears throat> now at the Ugly Mug on Thursday night, Corolla came to hang out with me. Corolla, who's part of the Hideout crew. If you go to RadioHideout.com, you see all of his various stunts and what he does. <clears throat> it's Bass Sale, and they're giving away a whole bunch of stuff, including T-shirts that they have crimpled up into like a little box that you have to unwrap, and it plainly says. Take it home and wash it before you wear it. Corolla is here now with that white Bassel T-shirt. But he didn't wash it before he wore it. So And it's tight. You look really fat, really crinkly. Uh. Like it's... Who said whipped cream? Like you're wearing a whipped cream dress. It's a trinky, twinkie wrapper. That's, who do you think said it looked like whipped cream? Take a look at him. He's salivating over there right now. <laughs> Matt Albert just wants to lick you. So here's the thing, guys. I did earlier. Um, here in the hideout, it's been well documented. It started on the old Saturday night show. We did it during the weeknight show. We've carried it over a little bit to the Sunday afternoon show, where in, in the hideout, people come together from all different diverse backgrounds. And a lot of times, at least the people who come into studio, the radio roadblocks, like Corolla and Matt Albert, they have sad stories. Yeah, they are uh, not the greatest of human beings. They, In fact, it's been so well documented, Corolla has a number of loser issues. In fact, I'll tell you this. What was great is we're out at the gig on Thursday at the Ugly Mug. This hot chick is talking to us all night long. I forget what her name was. Corolla is actually hitting it off with her until he goes to take a picture and knock stuff off of the table, <laughs> breaking glass all over the Ugly Mug. And then he starts screaming, I've only had one. I've only had one. <laughs> Well, let's just say things didn't go so well for him after that. Good job, Corolla. So you were working the chick, and then she, uh... I didn't know he had a bar named after him. The Ugly <laughs> Mug? Mm-hmm. That's true. And, and actually, if you look at it, if you go to UglyMugDC.com, 
That actually looks like Corolla, what they have up there on their front page. Mine is not that big. It could be you. Well, we can't tell around the neck here. Now, then we have on the other side of the loser dumb, Matt Albert. Matt Albert, who is six foot three, 500 pounds, uh, 20 years old, never had sex, failed his driver's test for the fourth time. Third. Third. For the third time this past week, Stubbs. And uh, did I say no job? Yeah, no job. Did I say no sex? Yeah, no sex. Did I say no license? Yeah, no license. Did I say no sex? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure that you we cover all the right? Just asking. So here's what we're going to no do. No weight limit. <laughs> yeah, no weight limit. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have the sad sack off. What I would like to do, my friends, is Matt Albert, I know you really wanted one of these. Sleeping Dogs Lie, starring Ed Asner, Brad Wilk, Manor James Keenan, SDLMovie.com. We interviewed the director a couple weeks ago. So you have to earn this, okay? What you have to do is not be, quote, really the biggest loser, essentially, right, yeah. Dubs? Matt and Corolla will go back and forth, kind of like snaps where you did mama jokes to each other. Except instead, they're going to try to top each other's sad stories. They have to pick their five, quote-unquote, worst or saddest stories. Okay? So whoever isn't the saddest ends up winning this. Yep. Now, whoever has the saddest story dubs, what happens to them? Well, uh, I was reading this before the show. Uh, a uh, wrestling team in Florida, uh, they, uh, they are in trouble and... Almost had to go to trial over a hazing incident that happened where they hogtied one of their student, uh, one of their other co-wrestlers, just you know, kind of initiating the the freshman. So Dubs, you actually you were in wrestling. Was there a lot of hazing? Oh going yeah, on a lot of hazing, a lot of hazing in wrestling. A lot that I can't say because of uh, the FCC and everything. But we would uh, we would turn people yellow. And that's all I'm going to say. In the shower. In the showers. And it would be like tag. It, huh? Yeah, it was tag. You know, and then, you know, if you're yellow, you're it. Oh, fair enough. You're turning people Korean? No. <laughs> stop. <laughs> no. All right, so here's what we do. So who, whoever is the saddest has to get hogtied for the rest of the show. I like that idea. Uh, fair enough. Oh, no. So. Why are you looking at me? Who wants to go for? I say we start with Matt Albert. Matt Albert starts off with his sad story. And you just, it could be real quick, you know, maybe one liner, just tell a quick story. Corolla, you come back at him. Do we have any theme music or anything for this, J Dubs? All right. Let's be sad here. Matt Albert, you first. The Sad Sack Off featuring Matt Albert and Corolla in the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Matt, first sad thing that happened to you. Okay, um, I was maybe 10 or 11 years old. It was in the middle of the summer. I was uh, outside eating an ice cream sandwich, <laughs> and uh, this like five-year-old from the neighborhood came up to me and stole and yanked the ice cream sandwich out of my hand, and he goes running away from me, and I can't catch him. I know he stops, and I try to, and he like waits on ten feet away from him, then he starts running again, and it's just, and he just taunted me for maybe ten minutes. And then he threw the th ice cream sandwich into a tree. So, wow. that's my sense. So he didn't even steal to eat it. No. He just, uh, he just the fat taught kid. the fat kid. Yeah. That's sad. Corolla, your first sad story. I'm going to start off easy. Give him a <laughs> shot. Um, as you know, it's my last semester at George Mason, and I've tried macking with every one of the chicks in my last class. All of them have boyfriends, 
So uh, about a week after I find this out, uh, another random dude joined the class, and he's macking with this one chick that I tried macking with. And they're talking, laughing, everything. I go up to him after class and say, dude, don't even try. She's got a boyfriend. And he looks at me, kind of decisions, yeah, I know, it's me. And he's like, hey, well, welcome to the class, uh, man. It's a good class. You didn't call her a filthy seer or anything? Uh, no, I didn't actually put my foot in my mouth that much, so I got off a little easy on that one. You wish you were putting something else in there, didn't you? <laughs> Him. <laughs> All right, here we go. Matt Albert, your story, number two. Uh, it was around seventh grade, and I went to a, a dance, school dance, and, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that wasn't pretty. Um, I was, Thanks. I was, I was, I asked this kind of portly girl to dance, and she said she'd save the last dance for me. She was maybe 200 pounds, 5'3". And uh, second to last dance comes up. I can't find her. I'm looking all over for her. And uh, she goes, and I ask a friend, where is she? And she said, oh, she's ditching you. And she's in, she's in the girl's bathroom. And uh, like, maybe 10 minutes after the dance is over she comes like walking out of the girl's bathroom I'm just standing out there waiting for her <laughs> and uh, she's, she's like where were you I was looking for you I was like no you weren't and I just walked away I heard you tried to do the electric slide and accidentally broke down the wall did that happen? <laughs> I did the skip and it just didn't work all right, Matt Albert so far has the saddest stories. Corolla? Yeah, definitely. I think I'm going to switch one of mine up again uh, since we're talking about school stories. I used to play basketball for a youth league, and I was at the height of my weight, about 250 pounds. And, of course, during the scrimmage, um, it's shirts versus skins. Everybody made sure that our team was skinned so that the shirt comes off. <laughs> So we play the game and we end up losing and I didn't score one basket and they said, we gotta motivate you, man. We gotta motivate you. We don't know how to do it. You're pathetic. They made me do up downs in the bleacher where you run up and down with my shirt off and all they kept cheering was chunks, 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 chunks. <laughs> and it was humiliating. Alright, it's the sad sack off. Uh, a couple of winners. Corolla and Matt Albert in here going at it. One of them trying to win Sleeping Dogs Lie, the movie, sdlmovie.com. The other, the loser, or winner, depending on how you look at it, will be hogtied for the rest of the show, adding to the humiliation. Dubs, your thoughts so far? I It's neck and neck to me. You know, every time I think, you know, Matt may be a little sadder, Corolla comes back with just something pathetic. Chunks. 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 Yeah, Chunks might have put you over the top as a sad bastard. That's going to be your, one of my nicknames. That'll be your new radio name very soon. Here we go, Matt Albert. Chunks, um, cr chunks Corolla. <laughs> um, you know the the iPod I got from this station, the W. When, when we made you do the uh, the exercise, yeah, thing. with Sid, and uh, I had it for six months. I couldn't use it because my computer wasn't wasn't good enough. So it was just sitting around, and it broke somehow, and. Um, I got it somehow. I started. I I got it to work again, and I was playing with it for like an hour, and I go to the bathroom, you know, to do what I have to do, and I, you know, I get up, and the and the iPod's on iPod's on the sink, and I get up, 
and the cord loses slack, <laughs> and it goes into the filled toilet. And um, it just, it broke again, and I went to sleep, and the thing woke me up from this loud beeping it made, all this weird script going up and down the screen. and uh, Because it was literally dying yeah, and yelling. Yeah. So you'd wanted an iPod that long, yeah. you finally got it, You it broke, you got it to work. For an hour. And it I was I was happy. I was truly happy. It was like I've been shined upon. And, and dropped it in the toilet. And God hates me. Corolla, you want to come back to that? Yeah. Uh, since we're going with iPod stories, <laughs> I've got a nice kicker. Um, I spent all my money on this brand new iPod. I showed you it, and you're like, "Oh, that's cool." And I think Fez even stole it once in the Ron and Fez show. And I was all happy. I got this brand new iPod, and uh, my buddy had one too. So I was look, I was sitting in his car, and I picked it up to look at it. I was like, oh, that's really cool, man. <laughs> so I put the iPod down in the seat. We get to wherever it is we're going. I stand up, and the iPod gets stuck in my jacket somehow, flying across the parking lot. And he had the expensive one, like the iPod photo, right. the $500 one. So I'm sitting there watching it shatter. I'm like, don't worry, I'll get you a new one. I have to sell my old one that I just got, <laughs> this is brand new, to pay for this brand new iPod. That doesn't sound so sad to me. It sounds like you got enough money to go buy iPods for your friend. After I sold mine. Oh, so you don't have one anymore? No. All right, that is kind of sad. Hmm. Matt Albert? Um, I have to clean this one up a little. But uh, I was 12 years old in my neighborhood once again in the summer. And uh, I'm walking down the street. And the same kid <laughs> from the ice cream sandwich two years earlier had this cup, and it looked like apple juice. Oh, God. All right? <laughs> and and I knew this kid is dirty. It ain't apple juice. So I start running from him, and he starts to catch me, and he throws it on me. Uh, and I have to walk back to my house <laughs> with, you know, soaked. The little kid stories are my favorite so far. Everybody tells a kid story. I'm laughing my ass off. Corolla, can you top that? Yeah, I guess we'll go back to another little kid story uh, from my youth. Uh, again, I was in the height of my weight. I wasn't quite at the 250 mark yet, but I was topping about 220 or so. Looks like you're near that now. I'm, I'm under 200. Go ahead. <laughs> what? I am. Go. That's All just right. in the chest. So, <laughs> so I'm, ve I'm very afraid to take my shirt off, go swimming, stuff like that. Uh, one of my friends was having a pool party, and they had invited me out to this pool party. Like, dude, don't worry about it, man. Just have fun. Don't worry about your weight. Dude, you're awesome. You have a good time there. So I go to this pool party, and I'm swimming. Somebody takes a high-powered hose and sprays it on my eyes. And I can't see. It's burning my eyes. It feels like acid. So I'm just screaming, stop it, please. Stop. Stop. And everyone's like, ah, keep it up. They look at Chunky. Look at Chunks. And I'm not kidding you. It's a, it's a true story. And it was about for 10 minutes because it just kept going in my eye and my my flab is all hopping around, and I'm rolling around in the steps of this pool. We're in Alabama. No, stop. What? Stop. Why did you jump there? Oh, you just dumped half my story now. I'm glad. Oh, I didn't. I just it dumped worked. it once. Matt Albert, final story. Um, This happens on the infamous cruise. And um, I'm in the dining room. Of course. You know, with all my... Of course. With my family, I'm just... 
talking and having fun, eating, of course. And this waiter, the whole time, is rubbing my shoulders, <laughs> massaging, just massaging my arm, you know, saying how cute you are. Uh, and this is a Filipino man. All right. And, um. Well, you know it's trouble. <laughs> and he, he, um. And he handed me a piece of paper. It had his room number on it. God! I swear. <laughs> and, um, I just... How old I, were you? I was maybe 12. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> and... Is that the only time you've been hit on? Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, I want to know. Did you think about it? Jay, no. Jay offered to take me. <laughs> All right. Corolla? Let's hear it. Your saddest story ever. All right. This one happened to me recently, and I think it just puts the icing on the cake to the story of my life. Or the icing on your chest, because that's what your shirt looks like. <laughs> All right. So, you know I have my cell phone, which you guys have given the number out plenty of times before. 703-975. Yeah. All right. You go, done? Go ahead. So, uh, I'm very bored, so I coax Bateman into going to uh, eat at Denny's. And the service is taking a very long time. He goes, 30 seconds, we're out of here. So I start counting down the seconds on my phone, like swinging my arms and stuff. Phone goes flying. It breaks all over the floor. It's busted. <laughs> Doesn't work at all. It's just broken. So I say, all right, forget it. And I'm shortening this up, too. I go into the place the next day, say, hey, uh, my phone broke. Can I get a new one? She says, sure, no problem. You went to Denny's? No. Singular story. Oh, okay. And she looks at me and she says, oh, I'm sorry. You need to wait till the end of the month to get your phone. You can't get a new one. And I just kind of looked at her. And this is after customer service already told me I could. So I walk home, and it's when the blizzard is. I've got snow in my shoes. I go into my kitchen. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm thirsty. I'm going to get some water. I go in the kitchen. My shoes are slippery. I fall on the kitchen floor. My elbow somehow hits this pot. Up top on the counter, I hear this breaking glass fall around me. And I fall before I get up. I say, well, that's cool. The glass is over in the corner. I guess I'm all right. Sweet. So I go sit on the couch, watch TV. I itch my head. All of a sudden, I just shout, oh, F. I pull my fingers out. They're covered in blood. I got blue glass in my hair. <laughs> it's just stuck. And I'm just sitting on the couch. I think that's two stories. Fingers on my blood. All right, here's the thing. Fingers in my blood. Blood my fingers. <laughs> oh, you're disgusting. <laughs> Matt Albert, congratulations. You have won Sleeping Dogs Live. Thank you. I'm switching the rules up. Corolla, you lose because you don't know how to tell a story. What? Hogtie him, Dubs. What? Get over here. I, it's a shame that you are being paid in radio, and Matt Albert, who is essentially a, a glorified intern... Tells a better story than you. You guys are just doing this again. We'll tie it up. What a hot timing. You know, I, I'm used to telling that touch story to the cops, so. <laughs> yeah. so you've you've told it multiple times yeah. to the authorities. True. Get hogtied. You're getting hogtied. Hog time back there. Yes, Bateman. I knew your legs too. It was the funniest thing ever when his phone broke. He was just sitting there like flicking it with his wrist, kind of, and then all of a sudden just slips out and bursts into three pieces, and he just stops for a second. I'm cracking up laughing, and he goes, that can't be good. <laughs> and then he puts it back together. It flashes once and then dies. He's like, this doesn't look good. This can't be good. 
It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Actually, we have his new voicemail message, too. Can you play that? Or yeah. All right, play that in the back while we listen to, while uh, Corolla is getting all tied in the studio. <sighs> Did you bring the acorn and syrup? No. <laughs> he didn't. We're not going to go that far. Now, Dubs actually saw this story in the newspaper about people being hogtied. Let's hear, let's hear Corolla's new voicemail. Hey, it's Alex. Leave me a message. I'll get back to you. My phone broke, so leave your phone number. I don't have it. I don't have any other contacts. I'm working on getting a new one. Other than that, I'm checking the messages. I'll get back to you when I can. Later. <laughs> it sounds so dejected. Corolla, did anyone actually call you? Did anyone call you down there, Corolla? Yeah, but none of them left their number like I asked them to. <laughs> they like, just laughed. Yeah, a couple people called a few times, and one of the messages they said was, your message is so funny, I just wanted to hear it again. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Oh, that was Bateman. And I, I, I told Matt Albert like 2 a.m. Uh, last Sunday after this happened, I go, if you want a good laugh, call Corolla's cell phone right now. And he's like, okay. And he's like, oh, my God, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> 1423, by the way. Hey! <laughs> if you've been listening for a while, you know what that where that belongs. All right, Corolla is hogtied right now. And I didn't finish the story about the wrestlers uh, in, the in, uh, in, in the hazing in Florida. Uh, they hogtied him, and then they shocked him. Oh, yeah. come on! <laughs> Get the hell out of here! <laughs> no, seriously, don't! Screw you, big boy! Screw don't do it! I swear, please! You want to read it? Please don't do it! I'm begging of you! Ah! <laughs> oh, my God! Please don't! You guys are sick! I hate electricity! Please! Please don't. Where's the dog call? I'm begging of you, please. For the love of God, please don't do it. Oh Holy crap. What are you doing? Please. Jay the Dirty Cobb is here. Get out of here. What's wrong? No, don't. Don't. You guys are sick. Please, I hate electricity. Oh I'm God. Honest to God, please, I'm begging of you. Please well, don't. I mean, it's just, we're just going by what the story is. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and these wrestlers were not brought up on charges for this hazing. No, come so on, I get think the hell this out. is perfectly legal. Hey. So I think we're going to be fine. No, if... please don't. Now, Corolla, why don't you beg? Please, please don't. I, I, I hate I, I hate electricity. Now, don't. Now, you're sitting on the floor here at WC. Don't do it. You sit go. Get the hell out of here. You sit, Bateman. Stop. Hold on. Calm down and talk I, normal. Inside voices. Inside voices. You're a hogtied right now on the floor here in the WJFK compound in the studio because you told bad stories. Now, this, the, to take it further on, you have to get shocked. No, please don't. Please, I'm begging of you. Please don't. I hate electricity. What are you willing to do otherwise? Please. I don't know. I hate... I, this. No, turn it off. Turn it off. Stop, you sicko! Come up with a better idea. <laughs> what are you willing to do? I don't know, do? I don't know. I, I, I want to get shocked. Will you run outside, hogtied? Will you, will you allow us to sit you outside, hogtied, shirtless? Shirtless? I hate electricity. Well, I guess I'll have to. What do you hate more, being shirtless in public or being hogtied? I said we just shock him. No, please don't. I'm begging of you, Let's man. Let's shock him outside. I, honest to God, dude, it scares me to death. It's the one thing I don't like. I hate it. I clean, I clean the urinal with my hair, for God's sakes. Please. I hate the... I, Why are you bragging? The lasagna. <laughs> Stop bragging. I'm not. I'm just saying that... Guys, we're ready with when the... I, uh... When I say I fear something, man, that, I, I, I mean it. I, I, I do. You're stuttering. <laughs> How about this? How about we take a break? We come back. Oh, God! 
Let's take a break, and we'll come back. And Corolla, you're going to stay hogtied down here, and we're going to decide if we're going to shock you or cut your wrinkled shirt off and drag you outside and make you sit outside. 866-277-4969. We'll leave it up to the listeners. Shock Corolla? What do you think they're going to pick? <laughs> or nude Corolla? It's your choice. Give a call right now, 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. I'm going to vote right now. I say shock him. You guys are sick. Uh, Capone, what do you think? Shock? Shock him. Matt Albert? Electrocute. Dude, it's not funny. Jay the Dirty Cop? Why am I smiling? Fry that bastard. Fry him? <laughs> or, uh, I'm sorry, Bateman? Does it even matter? <laughs> oh, it matters. We wait on the callers. Corolla, you're worth three votes. What are you going to say? I say shirt. All right. I say shock him. I'm worth seven votes. We'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> the Hideout 106.7 WJF. So kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you wait for me. Hold me like you never let me go. Because I'm leaving on a jet plane. <laughs> Don't know when I'll be back. Welcome into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs, and um, wow, what a commercial break. I've never had to wrestle a caged man before during a commercial break. We have uh, Corolla back here hogtied because he lost the sad sack uh, challenge. Sad where, sack off. Where we had Matt Albert and Corolla both uh, telling their saddest stories back and forth. And the saddest one lost. And so here's what ends up happening. Now, the story that you got out of the newspaper, Dubs, was... Yeah, a couple wrestlers were looking at charges for hazing another wrestler. Uh, they hogtied the kid and shocked him. So uh, we hogtied uh, Corolla, and then we told him, now we have to shock you. Corolla's thing is he hates hates electricity how's corolla doing down there let's let's talk to him he was running around like literally he was bouncing around trying to get out of the hog tie and it only makes hit, it tighter yeah and he was hitting his head on the uh council and everything how you doing corolla i hate you guys i'm serious man i'm serious if i get out of this i'm gonna kill you guys it's not uh, funny now capone you were in here during the commercial break <laughs> yeah was were you even a little weirded out by how much he was like like an animal trying to get out of here? I thought it was a gimmick like on the air, but he was actually screaming, looking like he, he's ready to cry right now. Kick him, just kick him real fast. Come on, come on, just kick him real, real no. quick, Capone. What's wrong with you guys? Just kick him. Now get don't get, out of here. Just kick him hard. Don't, don't break a rib or anything. Yeah, but just give him a nice little, you know. Yeah. Hey, just a nice little kick. Welcome to the hideout, kind of thing. Go ahead. <laughs> kick him. It's so sad. <laughs> All right, let's take a couple calls. Now, uh, we, uh, we're going to see if we should shock him because of how afraid Corolla is of electricity. We're going to let you vote either shock or we'll cut off his shirt and we'll make him sit out hogtied outside. 866-277-4969, 866-277-4969. We'll just run through a couple of calls. Um, Raider Nation, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's going on? What's up? Uh, shock him and get it on tape. Okay, very good. Thank you. 
Uh, I'm not sure who this is. It's the hideout. Hello? This is Nitro. Fry him. Hi, Nitro. Thank you, sir. Um, let's go over here. Red Sox fan, you're in the hideout. What do you think? Shock him and take off his shirt. What's wrong with you? All right, take off the shirt, too. I like that idea. Combine them. You guys have no sympathy. You don't understand. I'm really be afraid of this. I'm legitimately afraid of electricity. That's funny. Reese, you're in the hideout on JFK. I have no idea what he said. Shock him until he cries. What the hell's wrong with you? He's already crying, essentially. Yeah. Um, hideout, who's this? It's Brian Nichols. I think for all right, right next to us, Brian. Thank you. <laughs> Matt, you're in the hideout of JFK. All right, first off, fellas, you need to shock him. Okay. Second, if you don't shock him, I'll lose all faith in you guys. All right. You know what? All right, it's on the line, Dubs. Yeah. All right, I mean... you guys are sick. Hideout, who is this? Get away from me. Hideout, who is this? This is Nick's Ball 99. <laughs> I say fry him. Thank you, Nick's Ball 99. 866. 277. Get away from me with that. 4969. Now, Bateman, you had another story real fast. Hold on. Uh, hideout. You're on the air. This is Cakes, man. It's funny. I say fry him. All right. Thank you, Cakes, for checking into the hideout. Now, what's the other story about Friday night with Corolla, Bateman? I went out with uh, the Friday Night Lights with Fez and the uh, other listeners, and uh, Corolla was there, and uh, Vincey kept coming up to him saying, this girl's interested in you. Why don't you go talk to her? She'll probably even go home with you. Really? Who was it? It was uh, Thug Lipani. All right, we just had her on the phone, and now she's gone. Son of a bitch. Now, I see if you can get a hold of Thug Lip Annie, who is uh, from Ron and Fez show. There she is. <laughs> Thug Lip Annie, is this you? Yeah, sorry, my phone cut out. How you doing, sweetie? I'm good, how are you? Good. Now, is this true... That Corolla would have... Now, he's trying to escape the bill, the uh, the studio. Get him back in. Is this true that you quite possibly would have uh, had relations with Corolla on Friday night? No, absolutely not. He's cute. He's the type of guy oh. I want to bring home to mom. But you wouldn't do him, though? Well, you know, probably yeah. not. Great, thank you. <laughs> Corolla, how about this? If yes. you can somehow convince thug-lipped Annie... Who, by the way, is smoking hot. Uh, she's one of my friends on MySpace, I saw her. <laughs> you what? can't say that, you idiot. <laughs> is, that a, is that a proven fact? You can't say that. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, don't he, hot tie me. He said that he's more of a man, quote unquote, uh, anatomically. Ugh. All right, Thug Lip Annie, can you hold on for a second, okay? Yeah, sure. All right, hold on a second. Scott, you're in the hideout. Ow. Scott. Um, Stop. Hey. Oh, oh, <laughs> Matt Albert just almost fell on Corolla. He put a knee on him. Um, is this Diana or Colin? Colin. Colin. Hello. Yeah, what's up, Colin? Yeah, you shock him till he cries. Thank you. Diana, you're in the hideout. Don't do either one to him. That's really sadistic. Yeah. You think so? Well, absolutely. Come on. We've already made the bet, though. Well, I'm, but I'm the only... Well, you, you made a bet with him? Well, yeah, he lost. Are you willing to have sex with him? I, uh, uh what's he look like? He's, what's he look like? Uh, Mo from The Simpsons? Yeah, Mo from The Simpsons. <laughs> Father Guido uh, uh, Sarducci. But Harrier. Harrier? Um, what kind of personality does he have? He's a, a bottom. <laughs> He's a what? He's a bottom, honey. All right, you know what? You're you annoying. <laughs> Uh, what do you think, Doug Lippany? Have you decided to have sex with Corolla yet to save him? <laughs> yeah, I'll have sex with him. Don't shock him. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. 
I'm not going to buy that. Well, I, think I should probably we, tell you what he was saying Friday is why he wouldn't talk to you. Oh, wait, go ahead. What was he saying, Bateman? He said he wouldn't touch you after you've been with Puck. Yeah, that's fair. I deserve that. I wouldn't touch me after I've been with Puck either. That's crazy. Oh, damn. <laughs> so now, here's the thing, Carola. You were insane because you have. I've seen pictures of Thug Lip Annie. I haven't met her in person. But you have sex with her just to say you, you had sex with a chick who has Thug Life tattooed on her in her lip. Don't you? Or am I wrong about that? Plus, she's hot. Am I wrong or right? Annie. Are you asking me? Yeah, what do you think? Do you think that he would just have sex with me so he could have sex with a girl that has Thug Life tattooed on her lip? Yeah, do you think that's a good move or no? Yeah, that's probably not. I mean, you shouldn't be telling me this. You should tell me that he's sleeping with me because I'm an enigmatic and caring person. Mm. <laughs> and I've got mm. a beautiful personality. not so much. He All said right. your body was okay, but the face... Uh. No! <laughs> I've seen her. She's beautiful, I think. Hmm. All right, hold on a second. I photograph well. Uh, right, that's not something you tell me. <laughs> you should say, yes, I'm even prettier in person. I'm even prettier in person. I was just saying that to be modest. Not interested. Hold on. Amir, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, I've been a long-time listener, and, you know, I'm a big fan of Corolla, but I think what this guy needs for character, you need to take him outside, shock him, and, you know, do both. Get him naked. All right, get him naked. And then shock him. Butt naked. Thank you, Amir. You're a good person. I appreciate that. You're a, you're a smart guy. Just a few more calls, Dubs, and then we'll decide what it is we're going to do. Scott, you're in the hideout. Hi, how are you? Good. What's up, bro? Good. Take him outside. Cut his shirt off. Shock him to the cross. All right. I Everybody's combining them now. They want us to take it one step further. Thuglip Annie, is there any way that you can make it up to the studio to save him? Well, can I, can I ask some logistics about the shocking? What exactly are you going to be using here? Uh, it's a dog collar that we've used to shock each other before that hurts. <laughs> Annie, and oh. I, I also think you should know that he's called you Thuglip Tranny before. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That's I not didn't very call nice. you that. Wow. <laughs> Erg. Not uh, very nice. No, it's not nice at all. A lucky. Funny. Yeah, in that case, I think I'm probably not so much going to be in for saving him. Why are you guys doing this to me? What, what's that, Corolla? Why are you guys doing this to me? Doing what? Have you no shame at all? Please. Shame. I got feelings too. You're the one hogtied on the floor of a radio station. It's not like you're a human being. I think I am. I think we're okay. You're the one in trouble. Jock him. All right, Annie says shock. Come on, get the hell out of here. How about we do this? Uh, Annie, you and I have sex uh, while we shock him. And then that way he double loses. I think you want to have sex with a tranny? I don't care at this point, my <laughs> friend. It really doesn't matter. If I don't know, it ain't Mo. Um, <laughs> all right, Annie. Well, thank you, sweetie. Yeah, no problem. All right, beat it. I put the collar on him. No. No. It's overwhelming. There's no way you can get out of I it. I may have all these calls of people. Sit on him. I bring him over here so I can see him. I want to see him. Matt and Jay, bring him over. He's trying to get out. You're not going to get out of the studio. Hey, 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 hey! Get out of here! Hey, hey! Ah, ah! All right, right here. All right, you cannot scream, Corolla. You cannot scream. Stop. Behave. Jay, uh, you're a cop. Do you have your baton so we can hit him a couple of times? No, I wish I did, but... Uh... I'll make him behave. All right, put the uh, put the collar on him. Put it on his leg. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> right, he's wrestling around here in the studio. He's like doing the worm trying to get out of here. No, 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 no. 
Is it on him? No. We can't get it secure. He'll tire himself out pretty soon. <laughs> He's a smoker and a fat kid. There's no way he can keep this up. Are you okay, Corolla? You're going to break something, man. What's wrong, man? <laughs> You're so close to graduation. You're not going to die from that. <laughs> you just put it on your arm. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm very disappointed in you. Yeah. Let us put it on your neck. If you let us put it on your neck, everything will be okay. You okay? Look at all that money. I didn't realize you had all that money that's flying all over the studio. Let us put it on your neck. Put it on the neck. Put it on the neck. Wasn't that bad now, was it, Corolla? <laughs> but we can't untie it yet. We gotta give you a little time to cool down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid you may try to hurt us. Or yourself. Hey, let me ask you something. Do you wish you had sex with uh, Annie? Are you crying? I hate electricity. Why are you crying? Not. Think of everything you've gone through in your life. Let me ask you something. Is this the saddest story ever? <laughs> Come on. Why would you have dignity on me? You broke Why it. wouldn't you? You did it back down. You hit the button. Why? And you're sitting over there at Bateman's laughing. He's on hope the whole time. Except now he's smiling. Get the hell out of here. Get out of here. Get the hell out of here. It's a shovel. Get the hell out, you sicko! Why is that? Uh, hey, Tommy, get off of him. Let's take a break. We'll come back. And we'll try to regroup. Let's hear it for Corolla! Woo! Corolla, why don't you take us out to the break? Get the hell out of here! <laughs> On WJFK. Two tickets. Ah, I got you. So, you got to do it twice. Welcome back to the Hideout 106.7 WJFK, Half A and Dubs. <clears throat> uh, whew, a little decompressing. A little awkward outside. Everyone's here joining us. Corolla got shocked uh, while he was hogtied because he lost a, a sad sack story bet. bet. And um, how you doing over there, Corolla? Fantastic. Doing great. Now, people were calling me, uh, or they were calling at first, and they started sending instant messages, jfkhideoutatawl.com, saying it sounded like we were murdering you. Tommy, didn't you have someone call you or say something to you on uh, a personal cell phone? Yeah, they said, um, he's like Kenny from South Park. I go, and I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, each week you kill Kenny, but it's Corolla. You okay? 
How do you think I'm doing? Now, you fear electricity, right? Yes. Why did you say something? Oh, my God. I didn't know that. <laughs> I was screaming in as you guys were dragging me over. I thought it was excitement. I couldn't understand you. I didn't know you feared electricity. I thought it was like one of those fears of like roller coasters. Once you do it, you're loving it, though, you know? Yeah. How, you're at the top of the mountain. You're screaming. You don't want to go down it, but what do you do? Wow. It's different. You don't have electricity flowing through your veins. It's not boiling. It was like screams of excitement. Like you were, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Hold on a second. Look at this. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld, you're in the high dad on WJFK. Hey, I just wanted to congratulate you guys on uh, perfecting torture. And uh, we've been using your videos for, for several months now, training our troops, and was wanting to to uh, offer you a job at Abu Ghraib. Uh, thanks. We already got one job offer. I think we'll run with that one. Um, you okay over there? Calm me down. Okay. Now, what's sad... And this is what's for chunks, 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 chunks. What's really sad is that you could have gotten out of this if Thug Life Annie, Thug Lip Annie, would have had sex with you. And she said no because you called her Thug Lip Tranny. I didn't call her that. I got a picture of her kissing Puck. He was our intern for a week, and then we got fired or yeah. promoted or whatever. Now he's on the Ron and Fez show, and he's kissing Annie, and she's got the most amazing body. And Puck just looks sick. He looks sick. He looks like the sick kid from Train Spotting. It's just really ugly, and he's like away from her. I guess you yeah, guys already yeah, saw this on Ron and Fez. I, I already took a look at that picture, and he's kind of leaning back away from her. It's very gay of him. I'd hit that man. And look, he's got his hand down like slap or punch punch nice throat but i see her there and i'm saying this is really hot so the sad part is that jonathan promotions assistant here with this wonderful young lady that we met out at the ugly mug uh, erica who is here right now erica welcome into the hideout you guys walked right in as that segment was ending and erica said i'm sorry carola i would have had sex with you to save you what sure uh, except it's now too late uh too little too late it's the story of my life. Yeah, I mean, too little, at least. <laughs> even, even before uh, we were getting in here and before you guys had sort of done the serious shock, and she was going, you know, Corolla's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. What? She kind of likes that saliva-y lisp of his. <laughs> yeah. But between that, I have a lisp. Do you have a thing? For, <laughs> do you have a thing for Mo on The Simpsons, too? Because that's a perfect uh, description for Corolla. I heard y'all say that. I don't, I don't see the resemblance. Corolla, take your jacket off and show yourself to her. Hey now. Look at that. Hey now. <laughs> hey now. You're hot, brother. You're hot. Now, amazingly, you guys met. And this is what's funny about Corolla Dubs. I was telling you this. Yeah. We met Erica out at the Ugly Mug on Thursday night. And so she's beautiful. She's walking around. She's talking to people, that kind of fun stuff. So for a second, she leaves me and Corolla. And Corolla and I are just standing there. And Corolla is like, I'm an animal. I go, what are you talking about? And he goes, I just, I don't know how to talk to girls. I mean, she's so beautiful. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, I'm tripping over myself, calling myself a dog. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're doing okay. You're doing okay. And I swear to you, man, Corolla calmed down and actually had a civilized conversation with Erica. I don't believe it. Yeah, and he did. He did very well. So what's odd, though, is at the end of the night, I call him and I go, hey, 
what you should do is you should get Erica's number. And he goes, well, how am I going to do that? And I gave him an in because she works somewhere. And she said we could come out and maybe get a discount or get some food or something. And I go, what you do is you don't ask her your number like you want to go out with her. You ask for her number, say, hey, maybe were you, were you serious about that hookup thing? Let me get your number and I'll call you. And, you know, that way we know when everybody's working and all that kind of fun stuff. Is that smooth or not, Erica? That, that's very smooth. Very smooth. Corolla, why didn't you ask? I don't know. I can never pull those things off. And I always figure they see right through me. And they're like, no, I, I didn't really mean it. I'd be the only person they'd tell that to. Everyone else would say, yeah, come on by, I'll hook it up. But for me, they'd say, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not really sure when I work or something like that. It's always how it seems to go. All right, if you can't pull it off, this is what I want you to do. I'm going to look at her now. I'm going to ask her for her number. All right. If she says no, you take your shirt off. Come on, please don't make me do that. It's up to her. She's got to give you the number. <clears throat> uh, Erica. Um, would you be so kind as to give me your phone number? Now, what did I just tell you? You don't say to give me your number, you idiot. Why? You, I just said, hey, can we come to your establishment? Can I get your phone number? Well, that so that might have worked. Yeah, you know, we hang out and uh, we go out to eat, something like that. Oh, you're so awful. Nah. So are, are you saying you want to come to my establishment so I can give you some free food? Well, you know. That and maybe talk with you a little bit. We get some drinks afterwards, you know, see what happened. It's like he's a monkey. <laughs> I'm very nervous. I'm on the spot. Corolla, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand why you don't look at it like this. I mean, you work with me. Yeah. You see me around. Yeah. You're out on promotions with me. It would have been easy. I live with her. Not that I am easy. Correction. <laughs> it would have been easy. <laughs> That's all right. Um, Thuglet makes up for it. Now you work at a, you work at a bar, don't you, Corolla? Or kind of like you go yeah, to? Yeah, there's a bar there. What kind of bar would you be willing to take her to? Um, well, I've never like based on our bar. We... <laughs> is there a specific bar that you wanted to take her to? A specific type, maybe? A bar is not as. Fireplace. Yeah. Fireplace. Yeah. <sighs> Raider Fireplace. Nation, what are you, uh, welcome to the hideout. Hey, what up? Yo. Um, that Hogtie stuff, that really sounded like a rape. Yeah, yeah. and you're the one who voted for it, you sicko. You having yeah, fun? I... Did you enjoy it? Well, you know what I did? You get your payoff? Finger roulette. A roulette? That is true, we have that roulette machine. Where it shocks, you stick your finger into it, and then you get the roulette, maybe you want to do that? Show how cool you are to Erica there? No. I hate electricity. Did you get her number yet? Yes. She handed it to me. <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, you know, some things are best left uh, unknown. <laughs> All right. Maybe you can just sing for uh, Are you uh, into getting, you know, serenaded? 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 Always. Hey. Hey. I like soul clear. Go. Girl has got a little soul for this song. I'm not All singing right. this song. Yay. <laughs> Dance. Take off your jacket and dance for her. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Every time. You think you'd learn it this way. Up. <laughs> I am gay. I am gay. I am gay. Go to RadioHideout.com to see the version that was at Coyote Ugly. <laughs> and you can actually download the song there, too. Yeah, that's true. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm doing. All right. We don't want her to lose any more respect for you.
You know, on the dignity. I, I think she was getting hot there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, panties may be rolling. Yours. All right. Hey, look. Let's hear it for Corolla. You're doing okay now? Yeah. You seem to be in a little bit better spirits. A little more calm down now. All right. Well, good. Is there anything that we can do to make it up for you? Burn in hell. <laughs> That'd be great. Burn in fiery hell. When you're screaming and that lousy-ass goatee catches on fire and burns your dick Mexican face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't hear you over the music. Hate you. What? I am gay. Funny. I'm not gay. All right? Stop with this song. That's been done. <laughs> I'm just going to burn on the beach. How about that? <laughs> Thank you, Matt. All right, there he is, Corolla. Now, here's what was kind of hot, Dub. So we're at the Ugly Mug. I'm there with Corolla. I'm there with Jonathan. I'm there with Erica. And there is this waiter. It's like a hostess. Hostess there. And she has, like, this white skirt on. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan immediately says... I was wondering whether she was wearing underwear. And so now a big debate begins as to whether or not she's wearing underwear. And the hottest move that maybe I've ever seen, because what normally happens if you're in a group of guys and you're looking and everybody sits there and they stare like creeps and real icky and oogie and you're looking at her and you can't decide whether or not and that's all that happens. This is why you try to get a chick into your inner circle. Erica was there and she's like, well, I'm going to find out. So what Erica does is she goes over and she begins to talk to this lovely young woman. And you asked her whether or not she was wearing panties, didn't you? Well, actually, to be accurate, John was the first to ask her whether okay. she was wearing underwear. Well, what happened was I was there with Megan, and we were doing the promotion. Also we, in promotion. Yes. Well, she's she's in sales, but she was doing whatever. The point is, is we were over there, and we were trying to talk people into being the new apprentice, apprentice. apprentice. No, we're in, we're in like a Capitol Hill bar with people with these unbelievable jobs who have their own interns. They don't want to be an intern for the Ron and Fez show. <laughs> right. So we sort of lost interest in that gig. And we're trying to figure this out. So we're over talking to the hostess and Megan's there. And I've realized now that the idea of asking this girl whether or not she has underwear has overwhelmed me. And there's no way I'm now not going to be able to ask. So I just, in the middle of a conversation, I just blurted out. I go, are you wearing underwear? And she looks at me and she goes, you know, I get that a lot. But yes, I am wearing underwear. Wow. Good for you for having the cones to actually yeah. ask. Mm. So we again begin to discuss whether or not. Now, she says yes, and I guess it's at that point, Erica, that you say you don't believe her. Oh, absolutely not. So you go over, and what is your move? Well, I went over, and I can't remember exactly how we started talking about it, but I happened to say, so you are wearing underwear. And she said, yeah, yeah, I am. And I was just like, well, my gosh, that's incredible. You just can't tell at all. And I said, you know, this might sound a little weird, but would you mind if I looked? And she was just like immediately backs up against the wall right. and is like, no, 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 no. So I said, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, maybe I could just feel a little. So before she gave me a response, I just sort of slid my hand down the side of her to check if there were any underlines, and there were absolutely none. All right, so now she comes back to us and tells us she's not wearing underwear. Uh, fellas, because I felt her. And I'm like, like whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 how did we miss this? We didn't give some sort of a clue as to, hey, you're about to start feeling up somebody here at the bar. So then, um, I guess she leaves and it's time for her to change and she's off of work or something. And she comes back out and we're still not convinced. Didn't we ask her again whether or not she was wearing underwear? Well, she had said prior, I said, well, what kind of underwear are you wearing? You know, maybe I could get some so I could wear me a real... 
you know, yeah, tight. tight little white skirt. skirt too. Right. And so she said, oh, you know, it's incredible. You just go to Victoria's Secret, get some beige briefs, and get a one size bigger than the, the you boy usually cuts. wear. Like boy sure. cuts. Well, even, I, I'm not sure if she really meant like boy cuts or granny cuts or just briefs, but definitely not string bikini or bikini. Okay. So then eventually, it, somehow she ends up coming back to us, Dubs, and we're sitting there and we're talking. And um, we ask her again if she's wearing panties. And she says yes, but that she has different kind of panties on right now. Or maybe she changed or something. And she has her bag with her. She's about to walk out. And I go, Poof. And she freely showed us those panties. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she did. Actually. She was just, she was okay with showing the panties she was wearing at the time, but still was claiming that she couldn't show us the underwear she was wearing before. So she pulls out her bag and she, I'm like, well, prove, the, prove it. Let's see the panties you were wearing uh, with this tight white skirt, which all of us think she wasn't. So she reaches in the bag and she pulls out a string. And says, see, here's the string to my thong. These are the panties. Well, I'm like, all right, you won me over. You said you were wearing whatever. There's your thong panties. Fair enough. So she walks out, and immediately Erica calls her on it. And she's like, no, 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 no. She told me she was wearing briefs, boycotts, all this kind of stuff. It wasn't anything that would have had a strap. So what amazes me about this, the girl ends up leaving. What amazes me, and it's almost kind of scary and creepy, but I still give them kudos for doing this. They have to know whether or not this girl was wearing panties. So they're now ready to take it to the next level, Dubs. They find out. They go on recognizance, and they find out where she's going next. Turns out she's going to another bar there in the Eastern Market. They follow her <laughs> to the bar, <laughs> acting like they didn't know she was going to be there. <laughs> All of a sudden, they see the girl, and they're like, oh, oh my God, you're here. How's it going? <laughs> Didn't somebody get her number? Yeah, Erica got I her got number. I got her number. Erica gets numbers. She got both of them, too. I got Didn't her, like her cell phone number and her home number. And, and so she's into uh, women, then? Well, no, not it, per se. We... We gonna go been, panty shopping. I mean, what's gonna happen? Well, we we'd been, you know, she was talking about how it's she's just stuff. We don't want to give away too much. You know, yeah, talking about stuff, and and so we just change numbers. You know, girls do that occasionally. Now let me ask you, Eric, have you uh, ever been with women? Ever been with women? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a little private, don't you think? Yes. Do it. No, I've never I, been either with you, either you answered or we hogged tight Corolla. Answer it, please. <laughs> no, no, I've never been with a woman. All the way. Yeah. No. Yes. What? Whatever the appropriate answer is to that <laughs> question, I just gave it. Nice. So you're going to go out on a date with this chick? No, but I did get another girl's number that night. Corolla oh, was yeah. with us. Yeah. He met her. Corolla, did you get any numbers? No. Well, the chick actually started talking to me. Right. And then saw Erica and then kind of <laughs> gave me a look like, all right, I'm going to talk to your friend now. And they were talking for like 10 minutes. Corolla. Corolla and I were talking, like, minding our own business, and this girl approaches us. Right. She was like, oh, I don't mean to interrupt, but I was overhearing your conversation. And then she started to go off on this story that made no sense and had nothing to do with the context of what Corolla and I were talking oh, about. Oh, like what Corolla does in the hideout. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> I understand. That's why he got hogtied. But then Erica swoops in from out of the bathroom, and... We completely lose the girl. Well, here's what I think we got to do. I think we just got to start hanging out with Eric and make her part of the hideout crew, and eventually <laughs> we'll get some of the runoff. What do you think, Matt Ew. Albert? Uh, well, hey, whatever. <laughs> this one really <laughs> don't matter. Uh, Matt, do you uh, do you have any comments? Do you think that maybe you could? Uh... What? I don't know. I was just looking at you. I got distracted. 
Do you think you could lose weight? Now, let me ask you this. I'm going to shock you again. If so you it, cry. <laughs> not hog time. You said that maybe Corolla would be attractive to you um, there, Erica. Now, Corolla is a good-looking young man. Uh, what, wow. if, what if we had Matt Albert hogtied? And we had to shock him. Would you be willing to take his virginity so that he wouldn't have to get shocked? Y'all can't pit me out to every member. <laughs> All right, let's just say, oh. let's say you got to pick one. Let's say you got to pick one. Matt Albert or um, Belcher. I have the beard. Or, oh, look at it. Cool. It's lovely. <laughs> I'm sorry. I looked at. I'm sorry. I looked at Matt and I thought Belcher. I'm like Tay Diggs with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt Albert or, or Tay Biggs? Oh, 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 look at that, Tay Biggs. Shut up, chunks. All right, so there it is. There, I want to thank Erica. I want to thank Jonathan for coming in. I want to thank Corolla again, and also uh, Matt Albert over there. Now, Corolla, you have not had sex in your life yet. Is there any? I've out- had sex. Is there any chance? Do you think that maybe you and Erica could get into, end up going out on a date? Let's start. Let's give her the name Hot Erica, because any any girl with uh, the prefix Hot for you always ends up working out. So from now on, from now on, she's to be known as Hot Erica. Is there any chance that maybe the two of you could uh, to go could go out at any time? I'm assuming that after seeing me convulsing in the corner after you sickos friggin' shocked me, probably isn't getting me any more points. And then you blowing my spot about how I told you I had no, no game. <laughs> what the hell? Probably didn't help out either. So, but know. it seems like it's worked out overall. Allow me to pimp Erica for you. Erica, would you be willing to go out as friends? Maybe grab a drink. Maybe have Jonathan tag along. You know, go out and hang out with Corolla. Um, you know, just as in, a, in a friendly atmosphere. Sure. Where are we going? Corolla? How about a non-friendly uh, atmosphere? How about this? Let's say, <laughs> let's say you're you're two or three times into the friendly atmospheres, and now it's just you and Corolla because Jonathan can't make it one time. How many drinks would it take for you to let down your guard and say, "All right." I don't have any standards anymore. Corolla's here. <laughs> Alcohol poisoning. I'd be willing. <laughs> I'd be willing to have sex with him. How many drinks would? How it many use? drinks? Like yeah. would it take six, nine, fifteen? Like the, like Over other the girls? Of how many years? Jeez. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Uh. Not that. Not that I don't think you're adorable, Corolla. Oh, you're just you're in the adorable phase right now. Yeah. That's not, does that's he? Not a bad face does he ever have a chance? Are you I, asking me if he has a chance to... Actually, you know what? Yeah, this is a great thing. You. Because normally, when you first meet somebody, chicks are supposed to know within, what, the first five right. minutes? Right. Yeah. Right. Let's change it from uh, drinks. How many roofies would it take? Oh, no. <laughs> Stop. In milligrams. Please. <laughs> within the first five minutes of meeting Alex Corolla, did you think, you know what? I wouldn't mind um, spreading for him. Oh, my God. Uh the fifth on that one. Oh. Erica, I like how coy you're playing this when the <laughs> conversations I have with you in private. <laughs> what do you, Does she leak any info to you, Jonathan, about whether no. Corolla could have a chance? Well, I'm not. Would you, I told you what she said on the way over here, Lee. <laughs> that he's cute? Yeah. And it's not like he, I know he came up in conversation at some point between last Thursday and today. Look at you, Corolla. Got a bit of an in. Nice. Good job. <laughs> and I really think being hogtied and yelling... Uh, worked out for you. Like I told you I thought you were brave. Thank you. You know, there I you do the best I can. How about we shock you one more time to prove how brave you are? Uh, to her? No. Don't want to wreck it. You don't want to. I think that'd be kind of cool, Curl. Uh, <laughs> she thinks it would be cool, man. Electricity's really not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the thing's broken now, anyways, after, you know. All right. Well, there it is. I want to thank Erica for stopping by. I want to thank Jonathan for stopping by. And also, Jay the Dirty Cop, Matt Albert, I know you guys got a bolt. 
and we thank you guys uh, a lot for that as well. Uh, let's take a break, Dubs. We'll come back. We'll wrap this up. Nice, nice little neat bow in the hideout. Next, it's 106.7 WJFK. I believe it's time for me to fly. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. 80s. Okay, 80s. Nice. I figured it out. Do I get a prize? Yeah, you get to uh, one of the, one of those DVDs we're giving away. Awesome. We never gave any away. We gave one to Matt. All right. Congratulations, Matt, winning Sleeping Dogs Lie, SDLMovie.com. And again, thanks to uh, everybody over at the production. What is it? Red Rock Entertainment? Red Rock Entertainment, SDLMovie.com, starring Ed Asner, Radawilk of Audio Slave, and my personal friend Maynard. Maynard James Keenan. If you want to participate, hit us up. 866-277-4969. The website's RadioHideout.com. Stop. Bring it down enough already. I'm rocking. JFKHideout at AOL.com is the instant messenger and also the email like, address. I feel like grabbing a 80s uh, Trans Am and just rocking. It does. It reminds me of listening to music with my mother growing up in Dallas, Texas. Is there a reason why you're in here, Corolla? I thought you're supposed to be handling the instant messengers. I just figured I'd keep you guys. You're in here because Hot Eric is in here, and that doesn't help or anything. In fact, we're going to talk about something you know nothing about, and that's sex. So would you leave? Let the big boys talk. Big boys are going to talk now. Your time's over. You had all your glory time when you were getting hogtied and electrocuted. Is that enough? Not is that not enough time for you? Shut it. You want to get hogtied again? If you, you can stay in here if you get hogtied. I'll go. Okay, go away. <laughs> so here's the thing, Dubs. You and I have a friend in radio. Uh, his name is Shafee. Shafee.net is his website. S H A F F E E. He's a rapper. He, uh, he's worked in radio with us before the Skank Shift. He's a uh, he's got a lot of stuff going on. But right wrestler, now, yeah. yeah, wrestler, right? He manages Sabu. He's out of the business right now, radio, and he's trying to get everything together. So he calls me and he leaves me a voicemail. And I think I thought that maybe you would appreciate this. What's happening? It's twenty after six on Wednesday. I'm just leaving Spex Howard broadcasting uh, school. Just made a tape to send out to various stations or whatever. Pretty kick-ass tape, if I do say so myself. But being here at Spex Howard is making me miss the place so much. I mean, number one, I'll yeah. bet Joe Montana doesn't get as great a response when he goes back to Notre Dame as I do when I come back to my alma mater. I'm in the studio, and I hear people whispering outside, Shafee's in there, Shafee's They're all asking me questions and stuff, and the chicks are all f***ing hot. Think about it. This is why I love this place so much, and this is why I've had so much fun here. I'm going to school with a bunch of girls that want to make it big in show business. And if you have a speck of talent, you'll stand out from all the other idiots in the class that think they're going to make it just because they go to school. The chicks love you. That's why I half my class. And that's why I'm thinking of signing up and taking the new course. I'll talk to you later. Now, Dubs, you went to broadcasting school, the yeah, very I same one. I went to Spex Howard School of Broadcast Arts. Right. And would you agree with his assessment that most chicks at broadcasting school are oh, the, easy? They're easy. They're very easy, and they're the reason they're there is to get attention anyway. Right. So you just show them a little bit of attention, and you're in. 
Do you think now for someone who's shape, he was actually kind of made it because the, the number of people who go to broadcasting school and actually make it in the business is small. Then the people who kind of make a name for themselves the way Shafee has in Michigan, at least, yeah. is even smaller. So you think when you're at that point, you even have more of an opportunity to, oh, he, as an alum of broadcasting school, to go back and bang the hot check? He can get anybody there that he wants, probably. And it's kind of, after you've been through that, it's kind of like going back to like a high school looking for chicks. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's 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 a it's a graduate school of sorts or a trade school or whatever. Yeah. But to me, it's like the old guy who keeps going back to the high school parties once he's graduated from high school because it's easier because he's already kind of been there, done that, that whole situation. I would even think that someone who goes back to college and hangs out on the college campuses would be uh, creepy in that same sort of fashion. Yeah, I mean, when when you're 26 or 27, unless, like, you know, you're going back for some odd reason and you, you have a reason other than trying to pick up chicks, it's it's uncalled for. But here's the thing, though. It's so hard to get with chicks. It really is. It's just it's a tough thing to do. For you. As a, shut it. As a man, shouldn't you do everything possible and take advantage of every single opportunity so what if the upper hand is you going back to broadcast school? You got to play that card so that you can get some, don't you? I mean, I'm not gonna you know hate on anybody for just trying to get laid, right? But you got to know that there's a creepiness factor there too, and if you could just accept that, hey, I'm cool with it. You know what else I hear works? Getting hogtied. I hear that really helps with getting the, or helps getting the ladies. Oh, it's sexy. It's hot, hot in a submissive son of kind of way. Speaking of bottoms, uh, is Corolla back there handling the instant messenger? I think so. Brian, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, bro? Hey, I was just wondering about The Sleeping Dog's Lie. Is that a horror movie? I heard you guys talking about it last week. It sounded kind of interesting. Uh, it's actually it's a pretty sweet movie in that it's not a horror. I guess you'd say technically it's a thriller. Yeah. Thriller. Okay, thriller. I got Thriller mystery kind of movie where uh, Brad Wilk, the main character, is kind of haunted. He's getting some weird calls on his cell phone and leads him back to Texas where he's uh, trying to solve a mystery. So uh, I haven't seen it yet. I've seen the trailer. If you go to the website, sdlmovie.com, trailer's awesome. And I, I tried, but my computer sucks. But I was just wondering how I can get a copy of that. Would I have to do something ridiculous like Corolla? <sighs> you, uh, you want to be a hog tied? Uh, you know, it's not really my thing. I don't really go to those websites, but if I have to, I guess I will be. I tell you what, man. I like you. You called up. Uh, hey, I've called many a time. I've listened to you guys since Saturday night show. Then Take you're care. you're a winner. Congratulations. Hey, I love you. Uh, it's that easy. You stroke her ego, you're going to win. I'll yeah. stroke anything. Uh, all right. That's <laughs> Thank nice. you. And he gets the homoerotic humor. That, that's an added <laughs> I told you I've listened for a while. <laughs> you get the show. Hold on. Sleeping Dogs Lie, Red Rock Entertainment, directed by Stuart Lesnar, who uh, joined us. Maynard, Ed Asner, Brad Welk. Get his info back there. And in fact, I'm going to hand this to Bateman to put this around so that we get it sent out. No more screwing around. I want to make sure all of our guests get their stuff. Now, I was told by uh, someone in the room that they're trying to set up a booty call arrangement right now. They is this? Do you want to talk about this, Jonathan? Yeah, let's talk about this because promotions assistant John is here. By the way, because I think part of the reason why this booty call was presented to me the way it was is because I don't think I'm going to take it. That's why it has become so apparent. Why wouldn't you take it? Because I'm kind of digging on this other girl. And is this the girl you've already had sex with? The one, the one, the one who wants the booty call. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you're you dig already... on both of them. I don't know if I want to do that. Why? What's wrong with you? Why because wouldn't... I don't make that much money. 
I can't afford that. But that, that's the beautiful thing about a booty call is that, that that's all they're looking for. They aren't looking for dinner. They're looking for some ass. Yeah. I mean, I suppose I suppose I could pull it off. I, I suppose if I were a total sociopath, I could do a lot of things. Um, you can pass the number over here, uh, and I'd be willing to take care of any business that you're not interested in. But th- th- that's the that's the very essence of the booty call is you have to not want it to get it. I I actually have this, Dubs. I got a booty call agreement I found online somewhere. I'm going to go over it and see what everybody agrees. I'd also like to hear from uh, Erica, hot Erica, who's here as a female, and see if she would agree with any of this. It's actually a pre-booty call agreement. Before you sign it, you go through the whole thing, little contract, uh, and here's how it goes. I'm not going to read everything, but a few rules that you got to lay down per the booty call. Number one, no sleeping over. The only way you sleep over is if the sex was great and you just agree you're going to do it in the morning. What do you think? That sounds, uh, sounds I, fair. I say no sleeping over, and you go home. If you want it again in the morning, then you call again. I say you guys don't even go to one of the other's places. You meet somewhere? Meet somewhere else. Bathroom stall? Oh. That's fine. Okay. Very good. I like that. Glory hole? Doesn't matter. Whatever. <laughs> Number two. No meeting in public except for dinner or drinks before the events of that evening. I would have to amend this and cross out the dinner. So the only thing you're meeting for is possibly drinks. Too much talking. It's true. And I don't like that one. We're taking that one out. There's just no meeting unless it's time for sex. Number three, no calls before 9 o'clock. We don't have anything to talk about. That should be number one. I think that's a very fair rule when it comes to booty calls. Number four... None of that love-making stuff, only mind-blowing sex is allowed. So nothing soft and sensual. Isn't that the same thing? Essentially, you're a dog. Maybe for you, Tommy. Number five, no emotional... Some people make love, I make bruises. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good tattoo. I'm going to get that tattooed. I think you should go on a bumper sticker. Uh, Number five, no emotional discussions, i.e., where are we heading with this? Do you love me? Uh, The answer is no. Don't even ask this kind of stuff. No plans in advance. No baby talk. Um, no asking for comparisons to other lovers. I don't mind that. See, I just saw a movie. Oh, this little black book. Have you seen Little Black Book? No. With uh, this little crazy chick who was an eight mile. What's her name? Brittany Murphy. Yeah. It is the craziest movie in the world because this this girl she's dating somebody and she gets a little worried or jealous about ex girlfriends and she starts going through his Palm Pilot and like using her job to interview ex-girlfriends. And it's just the creepiest thing to me when someone is so insecure that they would go through your stuff to make sure nothing else is going on. It's insanity to me. I just don't get it. Um, Hannibal, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hello, gentlemen. All right, no <laughs> fake voices. Uh, let me hear what you have to say. Go ahead, Hannibal. I want right. I was just trying to see if he actually had a joke or just a voice. Usually when people come up with voices, they have no jokes to go with it. No, not usually. What are a couple yeah, of... dudes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no falling asleep right after sex. Get up, go home. Don't be offended if I ask you to enjoy... Uh, to, uh, don't be offended if I asked you if you enjoyed it. And more than anything else, no phone use. And don't bring your own drink. And bring your own drinks. No using my own store. I want to give this to or using my store as a liquor, or my house as a liquor store. I'm going to give this to you, John. Thank you. And I think you go to this chick who you think you're going to have this booty call with. 
and you take it to her and you say, these are the rules we need to abide by. I don't think it. she's going to sign this. I mean, I can tell you right now, half of these things are, are uh, I couldn't avoid it if I wanted the booty call. Is this because it's an ex-relationship? Right. Oh, well, see, then you're screwed. It, 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 it would, it, this would have been far more complicated than I think would have worked out. Now, for booty calls, isn't it usually best if it's just a friend and it's not someone you've already had a relationship with? Like, it's not ex-sex. Yeah, ex-sex is, a, I think, a completely different thing than a booty call because there's always that lingering hey, thing of, hey, can... are we getting back together? Right. Yeah, but if it's if it's not somebody you've ever had a relationship, isn't that just friends with benefits? Yeah. Essentially, booty still... calls. That's what yeah, a booty, a booty call, call is, though, right? Maybe they're, I don't know. Is there, I've is, never had that before. Is there something different then? Is there friends with benefits, and then is there a booty call? And life is too complicated. <laughs> I say you just uh, end it. Be gay. Because with friends with benefits, what? you're what? friends with them during what? the day. It's cool to call them during the day. You can hang out and have lunch, and there's nothing funny about it. But with the booty call, you can't do that. Now I'm confused. It it really is. When you stop and you think about everything that you got to go through. I, uh, I envy you, Dub. Someone who has someone who you could just go home and you can have sex with, and it's not an issue. You're in a relationship. It's good for you. Me being back out on the market again, you got to look at all these things. You got contracts now. You got to sign. <laughs> I just don't know if I can handle it. But when you go, when you're on the market, you shouldn't be buying sandwiches. That's the thing. You, you you're acting. You're in a market, not on the market. Hmm. Ooh. All right, I understand. Tommy yeah. Bateman, any thoughts on this? Do these ever end well? No. Friends with benefits or yeah. booty calls? You have to move. <laughs> oh, I should get started then. Yeah, that's true. That is usually true. You do have to move. Or they have to find someone else. They have to find another booty call and then you're okay. Or another friend with benefits. Now, the woman in the room has been strangely silent on this. And really, we're only having this discussion so we can get the female point of view. <laughs> Hot Erica, let me ask you this. Yes. Is this something that we could get you to sign right now with their very own radio bottom, Alex Corolla? <laughs> is this something you would... Who, who's my booty call? Corolla. Oh, Corolla's my booty, booty call. Um, no, this is a this is a lengthy contract. <laughs> was, what kind of, there's nothing lengthy about him, I'll tell you that now, <laughs> other than his chest size. Now, Corolla, yeah. would you be willing to agree to these terms with, uh, with Erica, I'll, hot Erica here? I'll sign anything. See, you're an idiot, and you know why? The proper answer is, no, I'm going to rip up this contract because I want to talk to her. I want to get to know her. I want to be her friend. Oh. You tard. You have no game. Absolutely none. Do you and real? I have to bring my own drink, according to you, girl. No, I'll take care of that for Apparently, you. you're not my liquor store anymore. No, I'll take care of that See, for you. See, you ruined it. Do you realize how stupid you are? You ruined it with Hot Jen, Hot Michelle, and now Hot Erica. And you work at a bar. It's just being selfish now. And a hotel where you get you a room, too. You've ruined it. Do you realize that? I think some of the electricity is still screwing with my head. Go away. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had it there. I set you up. It was a softball. The racist softballs you knock out of the park. <laughs> the softball where I'm trying to get you the girl doesn't work. It does more than a softball. It's a T-ball. It was on the tee. It was there. All you had to do was swing the bat. Instead, you miss. You go back to the locker room and you play patty cakes with the other boys. <laughs> That's what you just did. Go away. Is that it for the show? That's it. God damn. Well, it was fun today. Guess it's over, though. Well, I want to thank everybody who came into the hideout. Thank you. I want to thank Capone, who, the kid, 
who thinks we're, we're his radio heroes. <sighs> Poor son of a bitch. Metroed all the way from Tacoma Park and took the bus here. So thank you, Capone, for coming out. Jay, the dirty cop, and Matt Albert, who made the trip from uh, Frederick, Maryland. Thank Jonathan and uh, Hot Erica for coming in. My pleasure. No thanks to Corolla, who ruined the 5 o'clock <laughs> hour by just yelling and screaming the whole time. And what was with all those depressing stories he kept telling? I know, he's just like, Matt Albert sitting here trying to share some of his life, and Corolla's like, oh, I'm better than you. I got sadder stories. And then they he doesn't even know how to tell one. Chunk. Trunk. Everybody, let's start chanting. Chunk. 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 Get in here, Chunk. We can't say goodbye to you that way. Again? Come on in, Chunk. Chunk, 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 Chunk. It's actually Chunks with an S. Chunks, Chunks, Chunky, 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 Chunky. Um, Go to the website, RadioHideout.com. I can tell you I usually do the daily show log or the, the weekly show log. Immediately, it won't get done till at least Wednesday, if at all. So, RadioHideout.com, learn about the show. There's more audio. If you want to see Corolla dancing around in his panties and bra, that's under the video section. If you want to see Corolla with the um, sex toy, all right, that is also on RadioHideout.com. Um, there are a lot of pictures of Corolla in very compromising positions. Hot right. Erica. Uh, also, to SDLMovie.com. Thank you to the boys from Sleeping Dogs Lie and Red Rock Entertainment. You don't get one. Come on. Nope. Only winners get one, and that was Matt Albert. You got hogtied. Dubs, is there anything to expect this week in the Ron and Fez show? Another round of the uh, Ron and Fez Apprentice next Saturday night as I'll be out at, is it Fado or Fado? Uh, Fado. Fado. It's Fado. It's on 7th Street. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good bar. Fado in, uh, in Chinatown. Yeah. As we'll be down there looking for the next Ron and Fez apprentice. And also, too, getting you qualified to be an apprentice for the show. And uh, your opportunity to win a cruise from Baltimore to Bermuda. A cruise from Alex Cruz. <laughs> Jimenez. That was a radio name. Cruz is a Jimenez. Uh, I don't know. Let's say uh, <laughs> we're out here. I'm so tired. Uh, we'll see you guys uh Next Sunday, probably. <laughs> Until then, think for yourself and question authority. We out, bitch. Chunks, 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 chunks. Five thousand. Five thousand. My fingers not pretty. My fingers smell pretty. I am gay. I am gay. I'm the devil. I am gay. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, 
Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to The Hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Right there. I. 5,000.